I know when Tony's not going to be here, I need to step up my game. I also uh, show Tony that whatever way he was playing the videos, um, I think he's making extra work for himself because he's not at, he's not adding them to the brand that is the stream yard. Right. Yeah. Right. So I did that. And then, oh, and you almost died. Uh oh, uh oh. We're still, I still, I still have a little tickle. Whooping cough. I got my, my call. Oh, I dropped lozenger. What the, what kind of cough drops are you using there, man? What kind of lozenges are you lozenging? Today I picked up some cool raspberry halls. Okay. All right. Yeah. So halls is legit. If you were using like Ludens or something like that, like that's just basically candy. That's exactly where I was gonna go. You're not rocking the Ludens, man. No, no Ludens. You just eat them because they taste good. They taste delicious. So does the sort of those uh, those breezers, right? The, the, the halls yes, breezers. Are. These yeah. are breezers. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing, man. Just candy. So I don't know. Are you a, a cough drop chew guy? Like, do you chew the cough drop or do you let it? Sit no, on? I suck it. Yeah, you gotta suck it. Right, but sometimes the force of habit, like I'll like automatically start chewing the cough drop as soon as it enters my mouth, which is bizarre. It doesn't work. It doesn't it's bizarre, hurt. yeah, it doesn't do the job. Probably yeah. you're a psychopath. Yeah, no. defeat, defeats the purpose. Yep. You gotta suck it hard and suck it long. Alrighty. <laughs> well, yes. Already over the top. <laughs> well, there's there's no Tony tonight. Tony oh. is uh elderly. And he uh, spent all day digging in the backyard yesterday. So it's no different than when he spends two hours a night digging in his ass on this show. But I clearly it put him out of commission. And I wasn't going to say anything, right? But then I thought back to every time I'm not on the show. And I'm always like, Matt's fucking rubbing vanilla ice cream on his nipples. So I was going to take the high road. But fuck him and his old ass. I mean, Kevin, Yo. we've been house he doesn't have a big backyard so unless he dug up his whole fucking backyard what is lego head doing what is his useless fucking son doing (laughs) yeah and you're right his backyard is not that big i mean his his backyard is big but his backyard's not that big if you know what i'm saying you're picking up what i'm putting down what is lego head doing get one of your fucking lego head shovels out of the garage help your fucking father be a man hulk be a man hulk maybe he was busy talking to tree ah fucking tree god that's a front yard that's a bad influence that tree tree sucks (laughs) a day late and a dollar short kev we could have fucking killed that thing years ago i mean i would have fucking jumped right through that fence if it meant that that tree was coming with me i mean it's still nature like, I'm not trying nature. to kill. I live in fucking nature all day. I got to deal with fucking chipmunks and snakes and fish and frogs. I got everything over here. Snakes. Too much for me to handle. Yeah. Snakes. You got snakes? He's got snakes. Got fucking snakes, Kevin. <laughs> Get these snakes off this motherfucking backyard. <laughs> so no, Tony, but there's so much we got to cover tonight. There was a wrestle dream. There was an NXT No Mercy. Jade Cargill's WWE bound. Uh, Edge is AEW bound. Uh, oh. I, I watched a ton of wrestling. I don't know about you guys, but I watched a lot of wrestling. I watched the NWA. Oh my god! I, high praise for them this week. I watched MLW. Best match I've seen in years on MLW. This I want to talk to you about that because I wanted to, I wanted to squeeze that in, but I couldn't 
And I want to talk to you about that. I want to get your honest thoughts about what you thought was the best match that you've seen in, in a long time. Oh, I'll share them. I'll share yeah. them. I watched Ring of Honor again. I got some hot takes about uh, the Ring of Honor. The booking of the righteous really fucking pissed me off. Oh, boy. So we could talk about that. We might have a guest tonight. What? You never know what's going to happen on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast episode. What are we? 657. And it's all here. And it's coming at you next. Now, which one do we do? This one. This is the button oh. I'm going to hit, guys. Okay. So uh, it's, you don't even. This is going to mute everybody's microphone. You don't even have to mute your own microphone. The magic of the internet. I love it. Magical. Is amazing. So it's all here next. Here we go. Hit it. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. Broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You're watching the Shining Wizard. You're watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Hey now, that was a hard stop. Oh, we can't. Oh, Matt. Oh no. Oh Where no. Are you? Oh no. Oh, oh no. Well, you see you next time. <laughs> he's like, it's because he's fucking muted. Oh, <laughs> he's he still muted. fucking muted. He's fucking muting himself. He's, let's let's see how long this goes. It'll be a minute. Oh, he's still fucking muted. He's still, he's still yelling at us. Yeah. So uh, the, the fuck. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the little line over the microphone. Uh, Come on. Oh, no, I don't know why it did that. <laughs> Damn it. Well, here's, I'll take you. So Tony with the video, Tony was doing it a different way with the video that you throw on the stream yard. When you stop the video, the music stops. So I was trying to do a little kill the video, but keep the music going through the Farago. And somehow I guess, I guess it fucked up and I was muted forever. It's all good, man. It was fun. Good content. Yeah. Now I'm unmuted. So, I guess I'll try and do a proper intro. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from the mean streets of fucking New Jersey and Minnesota 
And wherever you're listening to this, whatever podcasting platform, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, we're not on Twitch anymore. Wait, no. Twitch. Yeah, we're not on Twitch. And I don't think Twitter's called Twitter anymore. It's called X. I will never not call it X. I mean, I'll Twitter for call Twitter for life. Twitter for life. Yeah. For life. It's the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, where, of course, it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Matt. Handsome Kevin. K-J-G. Boom. I am surprised I got the pointing right. <laughs> Very impressive, Matt. Well, that was good. They don't give these jobs to chimps. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't do an intro like Tony. I'll give Tony credit where credit is due. Uh, that's unfortunate. I was hoping this would be a total like slam fest on Tony. Oh, no, we could definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We should should totally dunk on Tony all day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm digging. I mean, him just showing up, doesn't doesn't he get dunked on enough? But that's because he deserves it. Like, he doesn't deserve it this time, but he should still get it. Like, he just says some ridiculous shit. So that's when when we when we slam on him, it's well deserved. Now he's just right. not here to defend himself. So I say we go extra. And he's Hardly done nothing to me ever. He just always he shits could, on you. He could, uh, he could still show up. It's not like he's like working or he's just home. Like we, he was like, I'll show you how to, to use the videos. And I was like, what? And then he came on. And I was like, Yeah, I got it all figured out. And then Lego head was like, oh, $20 haircut. And I'm like, you don't even pay for your own fucking haircuts. Get a job, you fucking hippie. He was giving he you was hell. Eating, he was eating, drinking his mud water, eating like fucking ramen noodle or some weird fucking Italian dinner that Tony likes to eat with the gabagool. Hey, I like gabagool. Who doesn't uh, like gabagool? But he gets all offended when you stereotype him. That's right. Tony's son is a nice young man, but he's got no grounds to make fun of anybody's fucking hair. No, and then he didn't even see a haircut. I trimmed. I got it. I shaved. I feel looking nice. good, man. You're looking you look nice. Good. I agree. Yeah. Thanks. I took my pre-show shower. No deodorant. Not leaving the house. Not leaving the house. It's not going to change. I get it, but it still like infuriates me that not only like it's a conscious decision, but you still have to like mention it. Like, we'll, we get it now. Like, you don't put deodorant on if you're not leaving the house. You see, HK made uh, he made the uh, gesture, so I had to clarify for him. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I did make the gesture. I didn't didn't see that. I mean, at the same point, I uh, no shoes, so oh, gross. (laughs) No socks. No socks. socks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in the house, man. Kevin, let me just let's go uh, hypothetical for you, KJ. All right, lay it on me. You're with a lady. Oh, that's right. You're making the loves. You're doing whatever. It's dark. Maybe things get twisted under the blanket. Right. Ooh. And you get a foot in the face. Do you freak out? No. You're good. I, I don't think I would anyway. It's never happened. It's just, man, it's just man feet. Man feet? Yeah, like you don't like HK's feet. Tony's feet disgust you. Yeah, it fuck's your problem. Yeah, it's man feet. Yeah, it's man It's man feet, okay. basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't like... Regular feet. Well, that's weird. I don't like. I don't like wooden feet either. But I, in that situation, I'm not gonna sweat it. If you know what I'm so saying. So if you met somebody that lived a life like Kamala, you'd be content. Kamala. Yeah, he has no feet. I mean, when he was alive, he had no feet. Oh, I thought you were saying because he was barefoot 
all the time. No, I was going with that. He has no feet because of the diabetes. Uh, well, he's he gone, right? Any he gone? Oh, he gone. But I mean, if oh. you met like a, a lady with no feet, no shoe collection, would that be good for you? No. And I'm perfectly fine in my situation. So I'm good. All right. Well, if this person listening is listening, throw a foot in his face. Let us know. I want to know. Please. Yeah. I've. We're good. I'd put I've, 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 I've seen my my lady friends fit in, and I have no problem with them. You ever grease those arches up and go to town? They've been in Easy your face. Be, Come on. <laughs> This is probably going to be the end of it right now. Like this is, it's, we this literally just ended. We just literally just ended my, my situation. Oh man, what if she's up for it? What if she's into it? Yeah. Now we just opened up a new, uh, an entire new avenue for you. Over the top. <laughs> good old, good old foot job. Yeah, FJ. My wife always says, "You want a foot job?" Because she can pick shit up with her feet, and I'm like, "No, you creep." Yeah. No, no, no. My life. My life. Don't mind me. I just keep refreshing my phone to see if I get an email because we might have a potential guest tonight. I'm excited about this, by the way. So I tried so, to avoid the, the, the thread today to avoid spoilers because I never know yeah. if there's going to be spoilers in it because I wanted to watch all the shows from this past weekend. And I'm when Matt said, and I saw the tweet that you put out there, Matt, that you were going to possibly invite somebody on the show preferably a first timer uh and i was i got really excited because i'm always down to talk to interesting people so i'm excited to see if we do have one if not you guys are both very interesting too so well there's a ton of wrestling to talk about too big uh big big weekend in the world of professional wrestling right huge how excited are we i'm dude i'm pumped i watched I watched the two pay-per-views this weekend, or the premium live events. One was a pay-per-view that, oof, God, this, I, if Kevin, if that report is right and AEW pay-per-views are going to max, mm-hmm. that'll be freaking huge because I just I spent fifty bucks on that pay-per-view and like it was worth it. But yeah, it was well, like I don't want to spend fifty bucks on pay-per-views anymore. A month, like, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. right with you, man. Like if they if they do move to max, which is what. What I'm, what I read is is correct and and is accurate. It's from Forbes, which is you know pretty reliable, I, I think. But Forbes is like secondhand reporting what somebody else said. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just picking up the quote of the guy from the Matt Men podcast. So no. there hasn't been anything announced from HBO or from AEW or from Tony Khan. That okay. that still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but, yeah. But I I hope I hope to God it does because again. I, I hope so too, man. Because then I can go back and watch like all the old AEWs when they actually had me hooked. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. This show, like, we always complimented when even when WWE was like really shitty, and but their pay per views were good. Like Matt would even watch like the pay per views because they always provided oh, yeah. good content. Like that was this that was Wrestle Dream to me. Like that was a good solid show. So like, Kate I, chiming in here. It was what's up. Kate chiming in, had it. It's got good info. Zarian, yeah, well, that's the guy. That's the guy from the the Matt Man podcast, isn't it? Okay. Or no? Yeah, I thought it was. He's a very handsome man. Ooh, handsome man. He's Uh-oh. very handsome in person. Almost too handsome. Uh oh, handsome Kevin. How do you feel about that? How handsome are we talking here? Yeah, like I here? thought he had like makeup on. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I like that. Let's see. Yeah. Who's who's He's more handsome? Guy. 
Is, is he more handsome than say like a? Ooh, I don't know why this name popped into my head. Is he more handsome than like a John Alba? Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. What about uh, John Stamos? Ooh. Uh, yeah. I don't think John Stamos is that good looking. Not anymore. Prime John Stamos. Like Jesse and the Rippers. Sure. Why not? Or the Beach yeah. Boys. I'll take a pass. What about? Uh, is he more handsome than Mario Lopez? I, Mario Lopez does nothing for me. Oh wow, that's Clooney, cool. right? Ooh, yeah. Clooney, that's a good one. What about? All right, so on the same page as Mario Lopez, what about uh, Mark Paul Gossler? More handsome than Mark Paul? Like Mark Paul now, or Mark Paul when he was like a sexy? Little, you pick, you pick your era. You pick him when all. he was a sexy little teenage boy. <laughs> NYPD Blue, Mark <laughs> I wasn't watching NYPD Blue. I was watching Saved by the Bell with Mr. Building. <laughs> with Kelly Kapowski. We literally just got canceled everywhere. <laughs> no, fuck that. Well, you can't say sexy young teenage boy. <laughs> At least I said teenage. Okay? <laughs> A lot of people in this wrestling industry who just like young boys, all right? Fucking leave it at that. Ironically enough, they've all done her fucking show at some point. (laughs) Oh, man. All righty. Over the top. (laughs) Who does Matt find hot? I said Andrew was a very handsome man. Mm. I did Mm. not say. He was hot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you know what? My good friend once said, teenagers were meant to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> God, look at these cough drops. Were you, were you no, friends? What, what are those you, laced with? Were you friends with Michael Jackson? What the fuck? He's fucking Mo- he got like Molly in Again. there from PCP? What are you working with? All the people you're thinking of, like children. I did not say children. I said teenagers. 19 <laughs> is still a teenager. Cut it up any way you want to, man. It's still not <laughs> right. Maddie, Maddie Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Squirrel. <laughs> I just stole that from Kate. That's the name of the, that's the, name of the episode. Maddie Squirrel. Oh, boy. Maddie. What? Tony's not here, so somebody has to make up for the ridiculousness. Oh, oh well, you're doing a fantastic job. So oh. far. People tune in to be entertained. I agree. People, call to action. All right? If you're listening to the show, you're hearing our voices. You're downloading the episodes every week. You got to leave a review. You got to subscribe. Yeah. And you got to tell your friends, please. It costs you nothing. Yep. It takes, takes, fuck you, Brendan. It takes seconds. And it's absolutely free. I am not Matt Feinstein, Brendan. <laughs> like, like the videos. If you see a video that we post, like it. That helps. That's it. Yes. Do it. Yes. Do it. I'm very. I got all sweaty. Yeah. That's going to be an issue with, with no deodorant. It's behind my legs. No one ever puts deodorant behind their fucking legs. Nobody the also right sweats behind their legs. 
how how frequently do you actually do you wash behind your like behind your knees, right? The backside of your knees. Were you in the shower? Do you hit that area? Honestly, yes, I do pit. because you do because I usually spend all day in front of the oven at work. Mm, gotcha. Like, I'm always like gross when I come home, so I make sure I use the loofah and all the. I got two loofahs. I got one loofah for the balls and the Ball taint. Loofah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a black one because I don't want to see anything there. Right. I have, makes... nice fun, I have a nice fun orange one. And that's for the rest of the body. Okay. It's nice that it's color coded. So you're like I Halloween in your shower, basically, is what you're doing. What am I doing? Halloween in your shower. Halloween all the time. Look, you ever see me naked? It's scary as shit. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I also I jokes. I also do the knee pits. I do them. I hit them because I hit the entire. I hit the entire leg. You got to wash. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Clean. You got to wash. You got to wash. I got you. Got to be clean. There's Matt would say wash. Oh, I do say wash. That's right. Wash shirt. Wash. Check your local targets, figure collectors. I found Legend 19 uh, Elites on clearance for six ninety eight. I saw that. Which one did you get again? I got a Kama Mustafa and a Brother Love. That a boy. I got to get the brother love because he's been on the podcast. So I got to get that. I might oh, have yeah. an extra one, KJG. I can send you. Is that right? Yeah, let me look. I think I think I got an extra one. I can KJG. send it to you. Oh, look at this guy coming in hot. He's the best. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> the problem is I just uh, I don't have any place to put him. So I have a box that I got from Ringside Collectibles a couple weeks ago. I just keep just keep putting. Like, I got the Samoa Joe Target exclusive in the mail the other day, finally. Just goes right on top of the box. And then I had to put the box on the floor before. I haven't been fucked. I got problems, guys. You just need more space space management, man. I've been in that office. You got you got room. You yeah. just, just got to get to it. Handsome Kevin basically lives at your house. Yeah. Look at that. That's impressive. Like, I'm a bum. Like, that's like, that's really cool. Oh, my God. Are those all yeah. in-box figures? Oh, yes. Yeah. Crazy son of a bitch. I'm out of room. You have you have more than enough room, man. You just, you just got to switch it up in there. Have get rid Tony, of that fucking, hey, of that Tony fucking and clear out the backyard and put some stuff out there. The couch ain't doing shit for anybody. That TV and that fucking couch. dresser ain't doing for shit. You, the dresser is where I put more things. That's right. It's a thing. And the couch is where all my pillow buddies go. Okay. Okay. Come on, Kev. There's, right. there's, 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 there's a lot of room in that office that is not being used. There's a lot of real estate. A lot of real estate. I see some room for shelves. Oh, yeah. There's there's room. I also I share a closet. The, clo the cats use the closet over here. Oh, okay. That's where there are litter boxes. Uh, that actually does make sense, actually. You put you, the litter box in the, in the closet? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess the closet yeah. is tiny and there's nothing in there. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just a litter box. It's to keep all the litter in the closet so they don't track it all over the fucking upstairs. What about you don't put it in the bathroom or anything? Or in like a you don't you have like a foyer? Like uh, uh, there's one out there for the for Muda. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the girl Muda and the girls don't get along, although that little motherfucker broke into our bedroom in the middle of the night. Which one? Muda. He broke ah, into the bedroom. Muda's the OG though, so he is the OG. But he don't. He likes to attack the girls. Huh. <laughs> so not in a good way. Oh uh, well, 
like bitch better have my money way. And <laughs> it's not good. Cause remember I had the whole fiasco during the Mark word podcast where he scratched Muda scratched Nelly in the eye. Then I take Nelly to the eye doctor. Oh, can't yeah. Cat's eyes. So I just got to keep them separated. Alan day. I will do no such thing. <laughs> man figure is staying buddy. Nothing's going. <laughs> gotta keep them separated. Well, I was going to say, they, they had one there at uh, Pandora's Box, if Al needs one. Yeah. Take a trip, Al. Get on. Get yeah. off of the... the... <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, oil no. Rig. Get off the oil rig, whatever you're doing in Al's house. Oil rig. <laughs> all right? Get your... I know you got fucking money coming out the yin-yang, Al. Your boy talks, all right? <laughs> Calls you the fucking million-dollar man. Get on a fucking plane. <laughs> Head to fucking Lafayette, New Jersey. Get your own statue, buddy. <laughs> also, hey, from Kevin. I listened. I finally got around to listening to the Kevin Goes to Jersey podcast. All right. Here, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, it sounds like heat. It sounds like heat. T-Donk's the best. He showed us a great time. It was great to meet KJG at Double T. Good barbecue. Oh, my God. Chris Gessler. <laughs> Rub it in my eyes. Then, oh, I went to a toy store. We're not going to talk about what I bought on this figure podcast. What the fuck are you two chuckleheads doing? We fucking talked about it. And I, you got to re-listen to that shit, man, because I I sucked you and your wife off something fierce. No, man, you I, my wife off, maybe, I, but not me. Well, your, your wife's fantastic. I sucked you off something. I Like I said in the text string, the only person I didn't fucking blow was KJG. And yeah, I apologize to KJG for yeah, not why, blowing him. Yeah, why is that? Why didn't you blow me? We didn't spend enough time together. We spent that. We, we were we watched all the stupid cornhole games that we could possibly fit into Watch one day. Uh, not, not a ton, though, KJG. Not a ton. Lego had. We watched Lego head play. We watched him play around. Yeah. 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 That's right. Anyway, but anyway, but you blew a lot of people. I did. I blew a lot of people. That's right. Not you didn't blow enough. Well, next time I will blow more. You know what? I'm thrilled that there's going to be a next time. I am too, man. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, God, I kind of want to go back. (laughs) I didn't get a kick out of you telling Al they move really fast up there. It is. It's quicker pace over there, man. It's a quicker pace. Everybody just needs to fucking calm down a second. Be quick or be dead. Iron Maiden. Ooh, maiden reference. I just uh, a little bit, a little bit faster pace, man. A little bit faster pace. Oh, yeah, Jersey's nuts. God damn it! Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? You got it. Guys, you got it. Whatever you're looking for, you got it. Think, I don't think I have it, guys. Oh no! You don't got it. You don't got it. But I don't think he sent it so, to so, me. So Kevin, he's got it, but he doesn't have it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like he's got, like Matt's got it. Like he's got that it. He's got it. He's got it, but he doesn't right. have it. Right. It's like crabs. Yeah, basically. You got it. You got it. But he doesn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll show up in a few years. Right. Like you don't there. know that you have it, but you There's got it. Pretty sure I have a good idea. Look at him. Look at, look at him. Look at this guy. What is he, what, uh, what's he, what's look he doing? Look at producer Matt here. Look at this guy. He's, he's got it. He's got it. He's Correct working on words. it. Words. I do see a cord. I do see cords. That's right. And he's uh, he's working. He's working for the weekend. And it's only Tuesday. No, it's whoa, Monday. Whoa, whoa. I thought it was Tuesday. I thought it was Tuesday all day today. The only thing that, that made me weird. not think it was Tuesday was doing this show. 
Like I, I thought it was Tuesday all day until I like I remembered like oh wait we got to record tonight. So it's all it's actually yeah. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all day thought it was Tuesday <laughs> until I remembered that we have to record a podcast tonight and I have to watch a whole lot of wrestling. Right. But not that I have to. I enjoyed the hell out of all the wrestling I watched. Good. So Good. Uh, it was uh, it was dope. But yeah, thought it was Tuesday all day. But Matt's got it. He's working on it at least. Yeah, he's working on it. I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah, he's uh I'm working on it. Give me a second, guys, please. Just give him a sec. He's still working on it. Oh, he's still working on it. Do we still know what it is yet, Kevin? Do we not? I'm not familiar with what it is at this we point. We don't know what it is. There's it could uh, be anything. I wouldn't say anything. Hmm. I mean, if it's if it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. That would be very that would be it. That that would be it. That, that would be an issue. That would be it an issue. It would be it'd be even more troubling if it was a one of those teenage boys. That all right, so you had to go back to that. Yeah. Well Okay. You said it could be anything, right? Uh, well, yeah, well anything could be good. Might be horrible. I I don't think Matt would do anything bad on purpose. <laughs> so. I don't know, Asian Joe bringing the thunder here. At what point does Matt spit on it to get it to work? <laughs> Take, take the cartridge out, blow on it, and put it back in. Oh, the, that's what he's talking about. Okay, gotcha. Never mind. Never mind. Is that what he meant? <laughs> I don't know. Agent Joe, were you talking about the cartridge, or are you talking about the cartridge? you talking about there? I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure either, but he's still, I mean, he's working on it. Oh, he's working on it, for sure. He's on it. Yeah. He's on it. I don't know. You know, now that I see the haircut from the side... It's very good. Side view, yeah, might even be better. It's pretty good. So that's yeah, good side profile. You got a nice little fade going on there. Yeah. I wonder what it would look like if we did that, like that, that like kindergarten drawing of just the side, like the silhouette drawing around his head. I wonder what that would look like for for old Double T. What do you mean? Yeah. What? You never did that when you're in kindergarten? They put the like, fucking. They I did put like the, the turkey hand. No, 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 not the turkey hand, man. <laughs> not the turkey hand. Uh, the turkey I'm, hand? Talking, I'm talking about. They put like a like a, a light projector, and you go sit next to the wall, and they put a piece of paper up, and they fucking they trace around your head. You get a little silhouette of your head. There's not a piece of paper big enough in the world to fit my head on it. You don't <laughs> so, think so? No, hmm. never, never in my. This is that's got to be a Minnesota thing. It might be. It might be. I'm thinking that uh, double T's oh, might tra- trace my, your head on trace, a yeah. They trace your fucking head on a fucking piece of paper. A piece of paper, wall? and you like you like. It's not a frame, but kind of like a frame, and you you bring it home, and everybody's happy. With I'm like thinking a pencil? that. Yeah, a pencil. Just a pencil. It's a. It's yeah, a just trace it. With yeah, pencil. with a pencil. Yeah. Nah, you're out of your balls. I don't know. No, nah, man. Right. I fu- it happened. Trust me. I was there. I was. I was there. Yeah. I wasn't even there. I was there. Uh, I'm starting to think that double T's might look like the missing link, though. <laughs> Matt's, got a, Matt's got a reasonably sized head. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Reasonable. Yeah. No, it's it's a good head. Ah, see, Asian Joe's with me. What's that? He knows what I'm talking about. Look at that. I'll bring it up. Kaboom, Asian Joe, my man. Oh God. In the Midwest, where they trace people's heads. Yeah, well, we're not just sitting outside of the school fucking honking our horn the entire time. I would hope not. No, man. No. 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 That's not. That's enough of that horn action out there in Jersey. Settle down. Uh, 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 uh. That's 
the Mitch Hedberg rule of horn honking would, would come in well in Jersey. Oh, God, I miss Mitch Hedberg. Guys, bad news. Oh, no. You don't have it? He lost it. it. I can't find it, bro. What is it? I don't have the over-the-top theme song. Oh, that's it. Why don't we sing it? Can, do we know the words? Yeah, it goes, yes, it's over the bomb, bomb. It does something else. Yeah. Double yeah. T yeah. takes me over the top. All right, so want to do it for real, or was that was that it? Was that it? Was that the test? Let's do it again. Uh, they'll do it again. All right. Yeah. I read off some results. KJG reads some more. Double T and take it over the top. Wow. It felt okay. I think we, we I, can I work like on that. it. Yeah. I don't have the fucking song. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have tried it a second time. The first. Yeah, time, we should have just went the first yeah, time. Would have been fine. Is it in the oh, intro? No, it's not over here, is it? No. I could have played like. We should. We should also still dance too, though, because that's part of the, the gimmick. Like NWO music, it kind of is. sounds like it. <laughs> it was like if there was a C team, that would be the NWO C team. They would have played it for uh, the, the Saturday night, the WWE Saturday yeah, night yeah. show. <laughs> Freaking Horace Hogan's music. <laughs> what are we doing? Year 2000? What the fuck is this? Dance pop. Oh, all right, I do oh, whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I don't have this. On Monday night, Rob Bronson Reed defeats Otis with Maxine Dupree. Tomasa Ciampa defeats Ludwig Kaiser with Giovanni Vinci. Tegan Knox defeats Natalia. Tegan Knox and he defeats Natalia. Tegan sucking my cut. Uh, North American title: Dominic Mysterio defeats Dragon Lee. Nia Jax defeats Zoe Stark. Drew McIntyre defeats Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods. And a Raw Tag Team and SmackDown Tag Team title match: The Judgment Day defeats. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Jimmy Uso with Paul Heyman and Solo defeats Carl Anderson. Austin Theory with Grayson Waller defeats Cameron Grimes. And WWE United States title match. Rey Mysterio defeats Santos Escobar. And Charlotte Flair defeats Bailey on NXT. No Mercy. Blair Davenport defeats Kalani Jordan. Baron Corbin defeats Braun Breaker. NXT North American title match with special referee Dragon Lee. Trick Williams defeats Dominic Mysterio. WWE NXT Tag Team title Fatal 4-Way. The Family defeat everybody else. The fucking Heritage Cup. Oh, I'm tired of that. Noam Dar defeats Butch. NXT title match. Ilya Dragunov defeats Carmelo Hayes in the WWE NXT Women's title Extreme Rules match. Becky Lynch defeats Tiffany Stratton. Double T. Take me over the top. About 11,000 Americans injure themselves while trying out weird sexual positions per year. None of them are wrestling fans. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well done. We're going to go right into AEW Wrestle Dream. That's what we're going to do right now. In a mixed eight-man tag team match, Athena, Billy Starks, Keith Lee, uh, Kojima defeat Diamante. Uh, well, Shane Taylor Promotions. They beat Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, Claudio Casignoli defeats Josh Barnett. Luchasaurus defeats Nick Wayne. AEW World Trios title match. Billy Gunn and the Acclaim defeat the mighty must kneel bad dude Tito, uh, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. Uh, ROH World Tag Team 2-1-1 handicap match. MJF defeats The Righteous, which is Dutch and Vincent. Matt will have a lot more to say about that later, probably. 
ROH title, New Japan Strong Openweight title match. Eddie Kingston defeats Shibata. AEW TBS title match. Chris Statlander over Julia Hart. Great match. And an AEW World Tag Team title, number one contender, four-way match. The Bucks uh, of Young defeat uh, the Guns, Hook and Orange Cassidy, and the Lucha Bros. Uh, Swerve Strickland defeats Adam Hangman Page. Ricky Starks over Willa Yuta. Brian Danielson over Zack Sabre Jr. in a banger. Uh, the Don Callis family uh, defeat Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers, which are Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. AEW World Tag Team title match FTR defeat Aussie Open in another banger. AEW TNT best of two or three falls. Christian Cage defeats Darby Allen. Allen pinned Cage in the first fall. Allen was countered out in the second fall. And then Cage ended up defeating um, uh, Darby Allen to retain the championship. Matt, take me over the top. Uh, there are three. Uh, football teams that claim to be from the great state of New York, but there truly is only one, the Buffalo Bills. I hate that. Hey, bro, I didn't put the Jets in Florham Park, and I didn't put the Giants in East Rutherford, both cities in New Jersey. Don't the Giants train in New York, though? No, Isn't they train in New East York? Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay. Anyway, it's hey, you're up. I don't have any smarmy comments after that. That was just a fun little factoid I wanted to throw out there. All right. They should be the New Jersey Jets. It's got a better flow to it. I love it. Uh, ROH. Gravity defeats Lee Johnson. Ethan Page defeats... Oh, I don't know how to pronounce his name ever. I, ne I see this name, never know how to pronounce it. Rohit? Ro Rohit? All right. Ethan Page defeats Rohit. Billy Starts defeats Lady Frost. Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeat the Outrunners. Layla Hirsch defeats Lainey Luck. Shane Taylor defeats Jimmy Jacobs. Dalton Castle and the boys to the castle defeat Ren Jones, Trenton Tormenta, and Xavier Walker. Cole Carter and Griff Garrison defeat the Infantry. Mercedes Martinez defeats Allison Kay. Gates of Agony defeat Iron Savages. And Brian Cage defeats Metalik. Matt, take me over the top. $631,750 is the amount of money the WWF paid Marvel for the right to use the name Hulk for Hulk Hogan. You fucking nerds. <laughs> he was looking right at you when he said that, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. He was looking right at you. All right, let's take it over to Impact Wrestling and the X, uh, X Division title match. Chris Saban, champion, retains over Alan Angels. Rhino, who's back in Impact, defeats Jack Price in a non-title tag team match. The Rascals defeat Joe Hendry and Yuya Yumiura, which I guess is his swan song. Uh, tag team Memphis Street Fight, Heat, and Tommy Dreamer defeat Kenny King and Sheldon Jean. Jonathan Gresham defeats Mike Bailey in a non-title match. Trinity, whoa, Trinity, uh, defeats... Wait. Yeah, Trinity defeats Giselle Shaw. There we go. Matt, that's impact. And now, take me over the top. Bull Nakano has more five-star <laughs> matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's true. April 18th, 1993 against Devil Masami. How do you like them fucking apples? Drink your milk, stupid. <laughs> I like it. 
On MLW, MLW middleweight title, Street Fight, Akira defeats Jimmy Lloyd. Tiara James defeats Zeta Steel. And TJ Crawford defeats Alec Price and Kevin Blackwood. Matt, take me over the top. David Flair is credited for being the first person to defeat John Cena in Ohio Valley Wrestling when Cena was known as the prototype. David only knew death would beat the rest of his family. Maybe he wouldn't have gone into that match. <laughs> no. <laughs> Channeling oh. my inner Tony, people. Just trying to do Tony some justice here. You're doing a fantastic job. And you know what you have, Matt? You have the power. And speaking of the power, <laughs> let's go to NWA Power and an NWA World Television title tournament qualifying four-way match. Mims, Big Strong. Defeats Blake Troop, Chris Adonis, and Jordan Clearwater. Camille defeats Maddie. NWA United States Tag Team Title Match. Daisy Kill and Tylos defeat the Brothers of Funstruction, which is basically clowns. NWA World's Heavyweight Title Match. EC3 defeats Jay Bradley. Oh, wow. Cool. And in NWA World Tag Team Title Match, Blunt Force Trauma defeat Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch. Matt, take me over the top. While Jeff Cobb was trying to make it as a professional wrestling comp competitor in Lucha Underground, he worked part-time as an automo automobile mechanic to supplement his income. Cobb incorporated his mechanics overalls into his Matanza Cueto character. See, Jeff Cobb had a backup plan. Unlike all you fucking losers that spend all day on the fucking internet <laughs> bitching and moaning about pro wrestling, you fucking nerds. Nerds. I can't believe I didn't get over the top. I'm so sorry, guys. Holy shit. Over the top. Over the top. Matt, best over the top of all time. Wow. Without really? 100%. Without a doubt, the best over the top ever. Handsome Kevin, you don't seem to agree. No, I don't agree. Oh. I, think, I think I think you did a great job. But best oh, ever, you. I mean, that's... It's, uh, are you talking this in the spirit of it? It was perfect. In the spirit flawless. of it? Flawless. Okay. Well, nice flawless spirit there, Matt. That's right. So, Kevin mentioned it um, when he was doing his over-the-top wrestle dream took place. Last night, Sunday night, huge, huge event. Uh, AEW presents Wrestle Dream 14 card extravaganza, zero hour, uh, highlighted four matches, and then we had the big card. Oh, yeah. I have one look. Okay. Oh, uh oh. Something's coming. I have, I have a bone to pick. Oh, yeah. With the booking of the righteous. Okay. I'm very fucking it. So. Full. I just if you're the if you're listening for the first time, you don't listen every week. You're in the chat and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just going to give you a little backstory here. I found out uh -oh. that there was going to be a changing of the guard at Ring of Honor. Someone else was going to start booking Ring of Honor. So I want I I have started to watch more Ring of Honor. If you watch AEW, you can tell there's a change in the air because the Young Bucks are your six man tag team champions. Joe's still the TV champion. Eddie's your world champion. 
Oh, Ring of Honor. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Ring no, of sorry. Honor. I was, yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor. Sorry. Uh, MJF and fucking Adam Cole are your tag team champions. Uh, uh, Shibata's your pure champion. Athena's your women's champion, right? But most of them are featured on AEW. I, I don't know. I know why, but I just, whatever. It makes us all look stupid for putting down the fucking $10 a month to watch Ring of Honor TV when these champions are seldom ever featured. So here we are, the road to Wrestle Dream. The Righteous on Collision beat the Hardy Boys. Doesn't matter that they're the fucking Hardy Boys that are 40 plus years old. They're still the Hardy Boys, right? That's a big fucking win. Then Rampage Grand Slam, the Righteous win a four-way dance with the kingdom, with the best friends, and with um, um, uh, 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 Orange Cat. No, it wasn't Orange Cat. It was, no. um, uh, was it wasn't the Dark Order either. It was... Um, hold on. Fuck. God damn, I was there for this. <laughs> kingdom, righteous, best friends. Was it the friends. guns? Was it the guns? No. No, kingdom, righteous, best friends. I don't even look at the comments because I want to. And then the to... kingdom beat up the best friends after the match. Yeah. And the best friends were being friendly with the other tag team. Was it Lucha? No, it wasn't Lucha. It wasn't Lucha. It wasn't the Dark Order. Um. It wasn't. I'll stay here all day. I don't even care. Iron Savages. Um. Oh, it was the fucking Hardy Boys. Oh, Dory. <laughs> What an asshole I am. I'm so fucking fired up about this. So the righteous are on. They're going, right? We're getting this fucking push for the righteous, right? Great. Over here in AEW world, MJF and Adam Cole, they're a tag team. We have this great story. Neck awareness. Roddy. Roddy wants Adam. And Adam fucking broke his ankle dumping off the fucking stage at fucking Grand Slam like an idiot. Now, Jay White's calling out MJF. And then someone in the devil mask is beating up Jay White. But it's not MJF. He says it's not him. So he's got his own fucking story. I don't understand why in fucking my blue heaven is he going into fucking Wrestle War, whatever this fucking shit fucking pay-per-view is named, and he's beating the fucking righteous, and he's cheating to do it. What are we doing here? This is the perfect opportunity for you to put the tag belts on the righteous and make them something important on Ring of Honor TV that's going to make people want to watch Ring of Honor TV. They're a unique tag team. Vincent's got a crazy look. Dutch is a big, imposing figure. You've been pushing them. MJF and Adam Cole do not, under any circumstances, still need the fucking Ring of Honor tag team championships, especially if Adam Cole's got a broken fucking ankle. This is like when they put the IWGP tag titles on FDR and they wrestled in Japan once in eight fucking months. What are we doing here? Kevin, I'll let you go first, I guess. Because <laughs> I I couldn't disagree more. Um so I I have come to really enjoy the righteous. I think they are a very intriguing, very entertaining tag team. I think that they should be featured on AEW's weekly programming. I, I really do. I think they are incredible. Uh, I would much rather see them than the Bucks. Like, much rather see them than the Bucks. No problem. Uh, as far as them not gaining the ROH tag belt, I, I'm pretty indifferent to it. 
uh, if I'm being fully honest, because in my mind, they are good enough that they should be, if we're looking at ROH, kind of like a secondary to AEW, they should definitely be, they should be in that tag team picture in AEW, not ROH. If the, if the ROH tag team titles were on anybody else, I would agree with Matt. But the ROH tag team titles are on MJF and Adam Cole, arguably two of the biggest stars in your company. And if you're still trying to shop Ring of Honor to eventually get a television spot, there's no way that you have the righteous who are relatively unknown, who were booked like shit as soon as they got there until now, until recently, that that you would no one I, I don't think the average person knows who the righteous are. Like no one knows who they are. I, we love them. I love Vincent. You love Vincent. Kevin loves Vincent. But to me, the story is MJF going it alone and defeating defeating two people. Like that's what it is. And then eventually it's gonna be I feel like we, we're leading up to the kingdom versus Adam Cole and MJF if Adam Cole's injury isn't as serious as people think it is. I think that's what you want to do. And I think Roderick Strong is going to, and I think, I think I have a feeling that Kyle O'Reilly is going to be coming back at some point soon, or, and maybe even Bobby fish for all that for, from that. So like, like who knows, but there, in no world should have, the righteous have beaten MJF. No way. So MJF for, from a storytelling to, standpoint, MJF was channeling his inner triple H Hulk Hogan. Fair. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Look, I'm not going to be like, I'm a fucking fancy wrestling fan. We're going to shop the show. I don't give a shit about you shopping the show. It makes no sense. It makes zero sense for you to put this much into the righteous and give them this push just to have them lose to MJF. Any cheats to lose. It's two against one. Yeah, but this much is like, is not saying a lot with what they've done. It's, it hasn't been that much. And again, it's more than they've done with any other tag team in ring of honor. With Ring of Honor, but even in their promo leading up to this four-way tag team match to get the shot, they didn't mention Ring of Honor. They just mentioned AEW. Like, we're putting AEW on notice, I believe, was what they were saying. And it was for a promo for a Ring of Honor title match. So, like, AEW doesn't even acknowledge Ring of Honor. So, like, it is what it is right now, man. Like, it, I, listen, I want Ring of Honor to be its own entity and want it to be, like, I, if Chris Hero's there, I want it to be great, obviously. But, like, they, they didn't even acknowledge in their own promo for the match when they did, like, the four teams doing the promo. They didn't even acknowledge Ring of Honor. They said, we're putting AEW on notice, and it's a Ring of Honor title match. That's great. But so they need to refocus then or don't have fucking Ring of Honor. Fair. No? Valid. 100%. Like, just stop. Like, you, you th- it, taking it, the titles off of Aussie Open was fucking stupid. MJF and Adam Cole don't need the titles. And if Adam Cole's got a broken foot, ankle, whatever, well, there's no point in them being the tag champions because he can't fucking wrestle. I mean, Kevin, this, this goes back to the, the age-old debate. Belts are just props. Like, they're just, like, props now. Like, they're just something to hold when you walk out to the ring. And when, and I feel like that's never been more the case than with Ring of Honor. Like, I feel like WWE does a great job with their their champions are champions like Ring of Honor. It's like those belts are props to me. Yeah, I mean, I I've never been one to like believe that belts should like be viewed as like props. But when you have everybody walking down the aisle has a set, maybe two sets of titles on them. Yeah, yeah, 
it's it's it it dilutes all of your titles when you have that many of them. It's just and, it's fucking ridiculous. And Matt, there was a time where I didn't really think that where I was like, all right, so like when Ring of Honor first remerged, when Tony Khan bought it, and we're seeing Ring of Honor championships again, I'm like, okay, this is cool because each belt has its own definition and has its own lineage and its own place in history. But now, like, I'm literally thinking like, now you have the New Japan like open weight, like you have like, these belts coming into your into the the company now too where like now that's and that's a prize that you want to win in the company that it's not even supposed to be defended in like the belts now like those secondary belts are a hundred percent props but they 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 were in a position right like this we have all these titles we have this second promotion there's nothing right to the casual fan maybe you watch and you see eddie kingston's your ring of honor champion Guess what? I don't think he's been on Ring of Honor once defending his title since he won it. Now, I know it's only been three weeks, but wouldn't you want the brand new world champion? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to give people a reason to watch fucking Ring of Honor? If you want to see the Ring of Honor titles defended, just watch AEW programming. They were in a position where they could say the righteous beat MJF. They could have cheated. They could have introduced a fucking third member. It would have fit. It fits perfectly with Adam Cole not being there. There's a story there where MJF could be like, I was two against one. I couldn't deal with it. Adam wasn't here, even with his broken ankle. Where was he? He was with fucking Roddy and his neck problems. Just get the fucking titles off of him, them. And then you can say, you want to see the righteous defend the titles? They'll be on Ring of Honor this week. Give people a reason to stay after collision instead of, I mean, look, I watched Ring of Honor TV last week. There's There's two or three good stories. But, man, you're asking people to sit for fucking two more hours after collision to watch essentially fucking AEW Dark. Like, it's still, it hasn't turned the corner yet. I'm waiting for it to turn the corner. There's stories there, but there's still a lot of fucking filler that nobody gives a shit about. And so my question to you is, if they didn't do it with Claudio, they're not doing it with Eddie Kingston. Occasionally, they do it with Samoa Joe. What made you think that they would... Even if the righteous won the belts, what made you think? Like, what would make you think that they would, all of a sudden, flip the switch and do it for the righteous? Because you know the I mean? AEW tag team division is so stacked with tag teams that are all essentially the fucking same. The Young Bucks are the same as the Lucha Brothers because they do all their flippy do shit. Yes. Yes. Right. Aussie Open was great when they were the Ring of Honor tag team champions, but then they lost them, and then they just went back to being another tag team. They're fucking great. But now they're just another tag team in AEW. Orange, Cassidy, and Hook became a tag team all of a sudden, and they're in a match for the number one contendership? No. Why? Oh, you're right. Why? Where's John Silver and Alex Reynolds? <laughs> I'm going to watch this fucking Ring of Honor TV. Look, I I don't... I'm, uh, fucking Andretti and, and, and the other high flyer who didn't break his leg at, ring, at the fucking final battle. I don't give a shit about these throwing together tag teams. Like you take it, take a minute. The tag titles, the story's there with MJF and Adam Cole. The tag titles are, they mean nothing. I I think your big, I I think your bigger gripe is with Ring of Honor in general and not just. Yes, but we have to turn the corner at some point. But I don't, I don't see see it starting with the righteous though, to be honest with you. You got to start somewhere though. You're not going to. Why wouldn't you start? You should, you should have started with Adam Cole and MJF. But Adam Cole's hurt. 
and you're not going to put Adam Cole and MJF on Ring of Honor TV. They, they haven't done it once since they won the tag titles. They, they won the. Uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's when they should have started when they won. But they're not going to. So just take the fucking titles off of them, them, and stop wasting our time. Take the title off every Ring of Honor champion then, and put and keep him on Ring of Honor like exclusively. Put the world. That's a brilliant idea. That's what I've been fucking saying for how long now? That's what I want, but you have to start somewhere. But you're not going to start with the righteous, is my point. Like, you why not? Oh, I think you could start with the righteous. You could start with the righteous, but that's like putting like like a bandage on like a fucking fatal wound. Like, like the righteous isn't moving the needle for anything about Ring of Honor. No disrespect, I love Vincent Dutch is awesome. But, like, if you were going to put championships and make them for Ring of Honor, they could have done it before. Like, they, like Samoa Joe could have been a Ring of Honor headliner. Like, he, Claudio could have been a Ring of Honor headliner. And he probably still will be at I don't, some point. I don't, see, I think, the, I think your phrasing could have is wrong. They should have been. But they right. didn't fucking do that. Right. They didn't do it. But, again, what I'm I think we're on the same page in like spirit. Yes, we are. These yeah. guys should have been featured on Ring of Honor programming. Yeah. Every three weeks you get Shibata. Every four weeks you get Samoa Joe. I don't give a flying fuck about Metalik. Yeah. The fucking main event of Ring of Honor last week was Brian Cage against Metalik. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so what, the the Athena story with Billy Starks, amazing. Amazing. Love the story. Nobody fucking sees it because nobody's tuning in the Ring of Honor TV because it's fucking two hours and an hour and a half of it is fucking utter dog shit. If they, if so, let's say AEW is doing this deal with with Max, right? Just for instance, or you know, let's let's play a what if type situation. Does ROH moving to Max? Because I don't have, I'm not a subscriber to the ROH Club, whatever the, the fucking gimmick is. But if it was on Max, I would be open to watching it, uh, even on sure, you know yeah. maybe in a weekly basis. But yes, they if they it's have part of the package, right? Right. And if you it's, if it's for it, yes. So then, but they have. I think last time I heard Tony Khan reference Honor Club, they had about fifteen thousand subscribers somewhere in there, which isn't much. Right? It's it's fifteen thousand isn't a lot of subscribers to that. So wouldn't you want to include ROH in that deal onto Max and get it into X amount more households? And then you can finally just say, fuck it, we're splitting it. All right? You ROH guys, your ROH titles, you're staying there. I mean, they got to do something. It's just, it's it's a it's I'm 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 really and have been over this everybody walking down with the title every fucking match for a while now. But I'm just like in my head, wouldn't that wouldn't you want ROH to be part of that? Don't you want ROH on Max to get it into those fucking households? Fifteen thousand is a lot. I think they will. Okay. Yeah, I think ROH will have its own own place, like more than it is. But what you don't want it to be, especially when it's starting out, is that you don't want it to like be blatantly, even though it kind of already is. Like you don't want it to be blatantly less than. Like you know what I mean? Like you want it to be. You want to build the brand up to like, so it's equal to not equal, but like. Like to what you are providing on TNT and TBS every week. Like you don't want ROH to be clearly the secondary show. Like Raw and SmackDown are great. NXT has become pretty good. 
So like you don't want you don't want Ring of Honor to be like clearly less than in other eyes when you're trying to like get a streaming platform or a TV deal or something like that. And as a fan standpoint, I totally get it. It's not great. It's anno- it's an annoying show to watch. I'll be honest with you. Wrestling is fine, but like how am I going to sit through 2 hours of wrestling with people I have no invest like no invested interest in watching? It's just it's it's a tough watch, Matt. It's all it's look, I've watched the last two weeks. There's there's stories that they're telling that are good. Okay. There's still like I said the Ethan Page story where he is trying to redeem himself and get wins and wins and wins is great. Shane Taylor is putting back together Shane Taylor promotions and he's calling out Keith Lee. Is great. That should be he wrestled fucking Jimmy Jacobs this week. Who hasn't wrestled in Ring of Honor since he fucking left in 2015? Great. The the Layla Hirsch is going after Athena stuff. Great. So Matt, to your point, Castle Boys against three fucking jobbers. I don't care. To your point, I didn't even know Layla Hirsch was back. (laughs) I didn't even know she was. Dane Taylor against Jimmy Jacobs in Ring of Honor should have been like. All over the fucking place. Like that should be a fucking Ring of Honor match. It's in the, it's sandwiched between Layla Hurst and Laney Luck and Dalton Castle beating three fucking jobbers. Dalton Castle and the boys beating the jobbers. It's like a, a nothing cra- match. Let me let me throw a crazy idea at you. So like the reason why I've heard that Ring of Honor never got like a TV spot is because like TBS and Turner bought the AEW brand, not the Ring of Honor brand. But, like, what if, like, this is going to sound so ridiculous, so I'm going to regret it immediately. But, like, what if, like, AEW, like, I said forever, when when Rampage came out, Rampage should have been, like, a Ring of Honor-type vehicle once they acquired Ring of Honor. Like, what if they just dubbed it, like, All Elite, like, Honor or something like that? Or, like, All Honor, like, some, I I know it's, again, it's it's crazy, it's far-fetched, but, like, that would keep, them televised and would still have like the ring of honor brand showcased as itself as as its own entity as opposed to like aw you know what i'm saying like again ridiculous idea i get it but but that was the point of tony khan buying ring of honor was the what ring of honor stood for so he's not going to change the name okay right that was like his big thing when he came out on dynamite and he said I'm the I'm by I own Ring of Honor now because of the the fingerprints it's put on the wrestling industry. I'm going to keep Ring of Honor alive. Punk Mark Buster. I just look. That's you want you want people. I don't know fucking shit to sell a fucking TV show, but I sure as shit know if you sell show some fucking muckety muck that you have way more than fifteen thousand subscribers. I'm sure they'll fucking think about giving you a regular TV show. More but than you can't get this is this is man, there's a lot of talented people that work for Ring of Honor and AEW and they're under that banner, but this fucking two hours, like I'm ready to fucking tap out halfway through. There's a lot of shit that's bad. Like just make it a fucking hour show and tell me some fucking st- make it so people want to watch it. Nobody wants to watch this. I'm sorry. Ethan Page is going on Twitter thanking people for staying after collision for the Ring of Honor tapings because everybody works hard. I don't think Ethan Page should be in that position. 
Matt, you should Matt. want to make people stay, but you can't. I don't give a fuck about Gravity and Lee Johnson. It means nothing to me. If I wanted to watch a PWG show, I'd buy a fucking DVD. <laughs> fucking El Hijo de Vikingo is fucking cool. I don't give a fuck about him. Tell me a fucking story. Tell me the Shane Taylor, Keith Lee story. Keith Lee's not on fucking Dynamite. So make him a fucking selling point. Put him on fucking collision. Shane Taylor, Keith Lee, Haas battle. Give it to me. I fucking want it. There's a story there. There's history. Tell the story. Finish the story, Cody. Oh my God. I think you, I think you, did you, did you just like break your computer? No. God damn it. Big old beef battle. I'm with you on that. Listen, Matt, nothing about what you just said. Is fucking wrong at all. Like not a goddamn word. Can can you draw? So I'm gonna go back to like you know the ROH and obviously the the, the fifteen thousand subscribers isn't a lot, right? We 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 can all agree on that. That's that's not a lot. Not enough. Yeah, not enough. But like one of the selling points to getting the WWE network when they first came out was NXT. Oh, Matt already shook his head. Like no, no, that I was, was coughing. I was coughing. Oh. Uh, that was one of the, I mean, to me at least, that was one of the selling points. And I was a day one WWE Network guy, but that was one of the selling points was that I can go there and I can watch NXT, right? And they they had it at the same spot every week. They had the built-in audience. Everything was good there. Wouldn't that be a way to go for ROH? Just, I mean, when they did, uh, they did the Dailies Play shows, right, for Dark. Wouldn't that be a way to go? Just put it. This is a weekly show. It's at the same fucking place. You get your audience built in. You make it look like you make it look like a million bucks. You're not traveling around. You're not asking people to stay afterwards. You have it built in. You grow your brand from there. And then maybe a network picks it up. But there's no reason to travel with it. You know what I mean? Like it, I think that the formula that they use for NXT and now NXT is on, like I said, now they have a network show. But I think that formula is a formula that 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 is now shown that it will work. Would that not work for ROH if they went to if they went to Max? Like I'm going to go back to that whole Max deal. If that happens, wouldn't that be a way to go? It, it's the big thing is if right because right, right now right right now you're doing you're you're running uh, Rampage and Dynamite the same night right? We're taping Rampage afterwards. Okay, Collision. You're usually taping Ring of Honor afterwards. I don't know. I mean, it's got to cost something for Daly's Place, right? This isn't a pandemic anymore, so right. Daly's Place is an amphitheater down in Jacksonville where the weather is probably nice fucking 90% of the time, right? So I'm sure they're using that now for concerts and movies and all sorts of goofy rigmarole shit. But don't so, they own it? Don't I don't know. Don't the cons own Daly's Place? I thought they did. I could be because isn't that also the Jacksonville Jaguars like training? I, I think it's connected. There's some connection. Yeah. Okay. You might be right about that then. Yeah. Right. Sure. So, but is it like you know whatever fucking poisons coming to town and you could sell the amphitheater out or we get tape Ring of Honor and sell 500 tickets? You know, like yeah. You don't have to bring fucking a whole production crew in and talent. That's going to cost you something. Or here comes fucking Brett Michaels and all these chicks and fucking over 50 in leather pants. They're going to, you know, get drunk in the parking lot and throw their brassiers all over the place. It's going to cost you nothing. Bring it on. 
So it looks like the city of Jacksonville owns Daly's place, and it is adjacent to uh, the Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, T and D Bank or whatever the fuck it's called. Yep. Yep. All All right. So that was that was the first match on the Wrestle Dream. (laughs) Holy shit. That was the first match, right? Let me, let me get this pop back up here. I instantly yeah, wanted to go. my notes. <laughs> Someone was like, Tony Tony went in the Discord, like, how is it? And I just, I was like, I'm already annoyed. People were like, why? So I told him, like, oh, you have a fair point there. I'll tell you what. I And I didn't want, I didn't get to see Zero Hour. Uh, I want, I do want to go see uh, TMDK against the Acclaimed because Teets was there. Bad dude, Tito. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, we get right. We, once you get once and it's just a personal thing, right? You may fucking love MJF and he does his fucking kangaroo kick and all this other fucking happy horse shit. Um, <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, and then he cheats to win. Fucking cheat piece of shit. Um, did you notice who was absent from this card? Ooh, is is it in relation to MJF? No. Not a single sign of Rick Knox on this card, people. Mm. Uh, the, is that the ref? The ref. Yeah. That's the referee. Oh, he's in Alaska, I think. <laughs> yeah, they put him as far away from the fucking show as possible because he doesn't know how to protect the wrestlers. Uh, so the they could have another fucking issue on his hands. <laughs> oh, is, oh Eddie, never Kings- mind. Eddie Kingston Shibata was fucking awesome. It was exactly what you thought it would be, what you signed up for. These two dudes just beating the dog shit out of each other. I, I'm not as like this wasn't my favorite match on the show by any means. Like, I didn't say it was my favorite match. Yeah, I just hate like, and I've I've said this ad nauseum on the show. I hate when like, and it happened on NXT too. Kevin like, hates strong when, style. Yeah, like when people just like invite somebody to punch them in the face. Yes, like, I absolutely hate that. Right like, with you. I hate like why would you like. Like, stop. Listen, you're already wrestling. Like, you're already, it's already a competition. You're already men and women. Like, like, don't invite somebody else to punch you in the fucking chest or the face. I hate it. I'll never like it. I'll, I'll just never get over it. But that was just a nitpick. Otherwise, very strong uh, powerbomb match. Powerbomb match. Of, they did a lot of, a lot of tributes to Inoki, too. Yeah, a lot of people did Which that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I tweeted out today, uh, wrestling is better when Chris Statlander's involved. Uh, it's great that she's back. It's great that she's healthy. And I think Julia Hart is one of the best characters in AEW. I, I They did a yeah. phenomenal job with her. I agree with you. They built her up like faster than like anyone's been built. And I think a lot of that has to do with Brody King and... Um, not not taking anything away from her because she's improved like like you watch a match of Julia Hart like a year ago to Nat like that match like she carried that match just as much as Chris did like it was awesome look her story I think Julia Hart is a perfect example of of somebody getting a gimmick and letting it play out Right, the shit with she was with the varsity blonde. She got blinded. She she cut her eye covered. It took forever for it to heal. It never really healed healed properly. Then she joins the House of Black. Like the varsity blondes are a fucking memory. 
And then she's on this, like, she is like, man, until a couple weeks ago, I couldn't tell you a Julia Hart match, but the shit she did with Willow a couple weeks ago and this match, like, she is improved leaps and bounds. Like, this, this is how you make a new star in your women's division. Uh, so fuck kudos to Julia Hart. And it's great again to have Statlander back. I really enjoyed this match a lot. Yeah. Hopefully they actually do something to improve the women's division. And this is, I just want to comment on what Kate said here. Psychology wise, I was told it means this is referring to the Eddie Kingston Shibata match. It's, uh, it means you could take more punishment than they can. And with sometimes someone, uh, turns the spot around. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, what, like at the end of the day, psychology doesn't invite you to punch yourself in the like. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't wrestling. Like, you're in a competition. It doesn't me- make any sense to just welcome someone to punch you and hurt you, potentially knock you out. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. So, I, I don't know. Sorry about that, Matt. Go ahead. No, you're good. You look. I don't know, man. Sometimes you need to get crazy people do crazy shit to psych themselves up, right? But like, it, I'm like, but like, I don't go like score and like on purpose in the other person's basket in basketball. I don't score a goal in the other person's net in hockey. Like, you just don't do it. Like, so right, when dudes get fired up on the football field, they're smashing each other's faces with their helmets on. All right, so she mentioned also, I'm not going to pull it up, but she said if you invite someone to throw a punch and turn it into an armbar, that's fine. But after six fucking punches back and forth, like, uh, who, like, it's, it's already worn off. It's like, I don't care. Like, it just makes no sense to me. I'll right. never understand it. I don't care. No one's ever going to change my mind. It's just what it is. I, I'm, I'm with KGG, and, and I would be okay if they invited, like, said, hey, hit me. And you immediately duck right. and throw an atomic, or like I say, like Kate said, put it in an iron bar. But yeah. to say, hit me, hit me, it's it's fucking silly. It's it's almost as silly as standing there and going like this, waiting for a guy to land on you. Like. But again, it again, like so now I'm like I'm kind of doubling back. Like it is wrestling. So like you throw yeah. somebody into the ropes and they still run. And yeah. So but those are accepted over time though. yeah yeah Th- this i just like you're actually inviting physical force on yourself mm-hmm. and i hate it me like, too man me absolutely too. hate it yeah you're pushing your pain threshold to the point where you can't uh you can't uh you can't uh face the pain anymore and then you go further you push yourself further don't like it strong style bitches <laughs> I don't know. That's what fucking All Japan was built on in the 90s. I thought you loved All Japan. You thought I loved All Japan? I thought you were a big fan of All Japan Wrestling. Huge. Joke's on me. Egg on my face. Four no, no, no. I, I mean, I, I liked it. I watched it. Like, it was tough, though, to watch. All... It was actually tough to find All Japan. Like It was easier to find New Japan back then, even though All Japan was the, the bigger company. It was easier yeah. to find New Japan stuff. Norway. For the number one contendership winner, gets a shot at the AEW Tag Team Champions, uh, the Guns, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, and Hook in the Orange Cassidy. Guns, bestie music in the business. I really thought I really thought this was the Guns. Uh, I took the Guns as my pick because I was like, "Give me the Guns." I don't give a shit. Hook in Orange Cassidy. I get it, but I just logic is flawless. Not- 
I took the guns because give me the guns. Give me the guns. <laughs> give me the guns. Look, guns, Bullet Club Gold, like they're fucking great shit. And like there's still a story there with the guns and FTR. If FTR was to successfully defeat Aussie Open, I know FTR in the Bucks four. Uh, uh, enough. We, yeah. we don't have to fucking after three, you just stop. Because now I'm we're just you. in a I'm feud. Stop fucking naming every match, you fucking losers. I'm a hundred percent with you on this. This was a I don't know why they did it. I, I should have known that that's what they were gonna they're do. The they gotta put themselves over. They're the ring of honor six-man champions. Now they're gonna be the tag champions. They're gonna hold all the belts in all the promotions. And we're never going to see him on Ring of Honor TV on ROHWrestling.com. So $9.99 a month. Make sure you plunk that down so you can see the Iron Savages take on uh, the, the, Savages. The, uh, the fucking... Uh, the Darius AP Martin team. and Air- Action Andretti. Yeah, there we go. Is it Darius or is it Dante? It's Darius. Darius. Okay, I don't know. They both... If one's not wrestling, the other one's hurt. Yeah, that's, just, that, that's what it is. It's like <laughs> one, is, oh, one of them is always of. hurt. <laughs> Which top flight guy is not hurt? Okay, yeah, so they're, I apologize. They're, they're nice guys. I, they're very I, nice guys. Tremendous individuals. Ray Phoenix does the thing. He's hurt. Right? That's part of the story because everyone who's an international champion instantly has bones made of graham cracker. But don't worry because one of the Jacksons is going to beat him on Wednesday night because they got to have all the titles. Eh, super that's, kick party. Matt, that's 100% what it's going to be. There's, it's going to be for a photo op with with the Young Bucks having every single championship over their fucking arms. I fucking hate it. And I, I, So I picked the Lucha Brothers in that match because I thought that would be like the most interesting matchup like Lucha Brothers versus FTR. I don't know if you ever saw that before. We may have, but like, if we have, it hasn't been for a while. So I was like, "Real, like, right, give me Lucha Brothers, man." Even though I should have realized that because Ray Phoenix was the international champ, that the odds of that were probably going to be a little light. But- yeah, I so I I went with the guns. That made the most sense to me. I was very close to putting the Bucks in that spot in my in my picks just because i was like those fucking assholes they would they fucking would and like i i got like so frustrated to the point where it's like no fuck them i'm never picking them again i'm fucking over them i'm not picking i'm going guns fuck the bucks and then obviously you know the bucks yeah. won and i fucking kicking myself afterwards going i fucking knew those assholes would do like i fucking knew they I'm so I'm so fucking tired. Right, so I'm bucks. gonna pull something up from Kate again. Kate is uh being Kate's on fire right now. I think Aussie Open was supposed to win before Davis went down, and the Bucks versus Aussie Open makes sense. So I was confused about that. Um, I wasn't sure if that was like a legit injury for Mark Davis or not. Yes, Mark Davis broke his wrist. Okay. So I I, I noticed something in the match. But I didn't know if it was real because I, I avoided. It was the, uh, the power, okay. power and glory spot. Okay, so was do you think that Aussie Open was supposed to win that match? I, I don't. I mean, look, Aussie Open Bucks make sense. Yeah. Um, but you know, he if he can't wrestle, there's no point to put the gold on him. Right. So do you think they right. did? They probably did like the Ray Phoenix Moxley thing where they just changed it on the fly. Right. Yeah, you got to call an audible. Um. You know, look, Young Bucks FTR is it's safe. You know what you're gonna get. This yeah. match was a lot of fun. Don't get me it wrong; really, it was nonstop action. It really was. This was probably my favorite match on the show, the four way tag match. Oh no, the FTR no FTR uh, Aussie Open was probably one of my favorite matches on the show. Easily, this was a lot of fun. It's just hard to. 
it's hard enough when it's two tag teams keeping track of who the legal man is. When you put four in there, I don't know how the fuck they figure it out. Let's say, did they even fucking tag? They did. There was a lot of lot. They really tried to play up the blind tag aspect of of this type of match. But when there's fucking eight guys in the ring within six seconds, it's hard to fucking people. I mean, they're tagging. Don't get me. Phoenix got Phoenix got knocked out early. The guns put him out. They really played up the shoulder injury. So Lucha Brothers were at a disadvantage from go. But still, all seven of them are just cycling in and out. Nonstop action. It's just hard to tell who the fucking legal man was. At this point, this match, honestly, and now we're going back to the four-way. This was my favorite match on the show. And it's ironic because NXT, when NXT, we'll get to that later, that like the, the four-way tag match was my favorite match on that show up to a point, too. So, like, they, the, incredible match. Loved it. Uh, after this, we had Swerve and Adam Page. Uh, which I thought this lived up to the hype too. Swerve using his uh, shitty ways to pull out a victory. Um, I pick Swerve. I think everybody picks Swerve. I think we all did. I think so. This was Seattle, I think, and because yeah. I think no, we are. It's a great, great story. Great Swerve makes for a great heel with Nana and the Mogul Embassy, and uh, Adam Page is already established. He's like the, you know, depressed fucking cowboy. So a loss isn't going to do anything except spiral him more out of control and into the depths of ring of honor hell with the six-man title so he'll be fine oh i swerve with a big victory i loved it it looks like they're they're pulling for him man i hope i hope they are like i never was a hundred percent a believer in swerve as a like a true top guy but like a showing like that and a match like that over a former aw champion pretty good Pretty, pretty good. So I'm kind of seeing is, him now as like a top guy, as a top bad guy. I think this is an example of the uh, of whoever is back there in AEW, whether it's Pat Buck or somebody else, the storytelling. Yeah. Like the storytelling for this match. To have this be the last segment on Dynamite the, the where they yep. were doing the contract, contract signing. signing. He stabs him with the pen and Swerve comes out and his fucking wrist, his whole hand is taped up like the continuity was there, and I think the storytelling was well done. Like this match was one of the first matches announced for Wrestle Dream, and I think a lot of people were not so into it. But with it being the first match announced, but man, it fucking delivered. I don't. I don't think a lot of people were into this show in general because it was just kind of. It just kind of came out of nowhere. But I. I, I think that the numbers are going to surprise people. I think that's going to do okay. And I think I feel like we'll get to it, but I feel like everyone's gonna know why at some point. Uh, Ricky Starks beats Wheeler Yuta. The really John Moxley was on commentary, cursed a couple times. Oh God, he sucks. Get like <laughs> him, him and fucking Jim Jim Ross at the same fucking time. Are you out of your balls? Get the fuck off my TV, both of you. You both stink. Sounds uh, right. Uh, going go for a uh, hip lock. Kick his ass! Beat the shit out of him! Uh, so you gotta put something in the swear jar there, Mox. Uh, and then Sock there's a reason why he was only out there for one match, Jim Ross. There's a reason why he was only out there for one freaking match. Love Jim Ross. All the respect in the world for Jim Ross. Love his podcast. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. He sucks. Get him off my fucking TV, Jim Ross. Love you. Uh, so Ricky Starks wins. Uh, they kind of, uh, I think the story they they're still like. 
he hasn't submitted to, to Brian Danielson. He has a pinfall over hum, him and the bullet, the, the Blackpool Combat Club, even with Moxley at ringside, kind of let Wheeler, Wheeler was kind of on his own. Like this is yeah. this is big boy steps now. So when Big Bill came out and got involved, um, they didn't Moxley like there was no Moxley didn't get out of his thing. Well, I mean, he caught Ricky Starks when Wheeler knocked him out of the ring. That could have affected, you know, they played that up like that affected the outcome of the match. I didn't like I didn't like that. Mox should have done more. As soon as Big, Big, Big Bill came out, if you're like if you're like playing up the Mox character, Mox should have e- immediately just speared him. But like or some shit like that. Like he should have attacked him when he was walking down the aisle. But I mean, I'm nitpicking right now, 100% nitpicking because I, I enjoyed this match very much. Uh Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. was a masterpiece clinic. It is I, th- I think, I think it lived up to the hype. It delivered. It's a match where there's not a lot of high spots. There's not super right. kicks. Not dives to the outside. It's every single move means something. Yep. There is a meaning behind it. The commentary team did a great job selling how Danielson's right arm maybe it's not fully healed. Yeah. Zach go, go, it takes a while for Zach to go after the right arm. The right arm. He, he goes after, after the left arm first. Yeah. yeah, he goes after it. It was fucking unbelievable storytelling. And then I did see Zack Sabre's post-match where it was, uh, and I think one of the, I forget who sold it on commentary, maybe Nigel. Nigel's a great heel commentator, by the way. I love he's, him. It's, he's, I'm telling you right now, him and Wade Barrett could be twins on commentary. Like, I love his commentary. commentary twins. It was, uh, it was Danielson beat him with a wrestling move, which is not a technical wrestling move. No, he beat him with a strike is what it was, was his line, I think. He beat him with a strike, which is not technically what Daniel Bryan does or Bryan Danielson does. It was because, uh, Matt, I'll tell you right now, like, Kevin, I don't know if you watched this match, but I'll tell you right now, like, this match, like, not my cup of tea because I do like a lot, a lot of action. But this was like legit. Like, if you're a legit like grappler, like wrestling, like fan, this was like the dream match that you wanted out of these two guys and what we got. I think. And then it ended. The fact that it ended, I think, Matt, with a strike, um, was uh, was insane. It was awesome. And it was a punch. I was just saying, strike. the knee. What's that? He's the psycho knee. Yeah, the the knee. Yeah, but 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 it was wrestling. But Nigel said it was a strike, though, not a yeah, a, a, it's not a technical yeah. wrestling move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I love so this Zach, match. Zach got a nice post match. Like, okay, I came to Seattle. You do it on my home turf or my adopted home turf, Japan. Next time now, so Ooh. the seeds are being planted for Saber and Danielson. But uh, this was this was my favorite match of the night. I think I like the for me for me. It look, I think it yeah. delivered in the hype. I think it was a match where every single move meant something. I thought they told an unbelievable story, the two of them. Uh, so if you want to check it out, uh, HK, yeah. uh, you can get my login or KJG's login. I'll yeah, give it to I, you. I, I, I ordered it so you can have It's it. a match worth checking out. It was fucking say, It sounds like a match that I would like to see. Uh, as opposed to a lot of the, you know, a lot of the other, the the, the flips and all that kind of that kind of action. This is uh, from, from the way that you put it in front of me, or the the way you sold it. It sounds like right, right up my alley of something I'd really enjoy. Dude, I'm telling you right now, like it couldn't have been more like technically sound and like the psychology in terms of like 
manipulation of of the joints and like even though like brian danielson was trying to work the arms he also didn't stray away from like putting in leg submissions like he didn't like, they didn't do that like he like he did both like mm -hmm. their figure fours and all that stuff it was it was really cool it was a lot of fun yeah, just like just like little things like he would have zach and like a leg like a leg bar and then he would go to like push himself up to get more leverage and yeah. zach would smack his hands out yep. so he couldn't get that leverage like every single move made sense nuances yeah it was fucking good it was really good yeah. uh Love the don Callis family defeated jericho and the golden lovers um i think kota bushi is a shell of himself he stinks i don't know what Man, what he got hurt like two years ago. He took all that time off. Like this is not, this is not Tony's fuckboy right here. This is uh, this is this is another. I love Kota Bushi when he was healthy. This is is he is he hurt? Is he like like he said hurt? Uh, he said he was hurt again. Like he's got different injuries and he's just not healing. I don't know if it's in the notes here, but I saw it this morning. There's there's like a reason why like he wasn't involved in uh what was it the war games was it the war games match or the the, the uh because he was involved in a match where he didn't he looked terrible he was it was working it was whatever they call it whatever it, yeah. blood and guts blood and guts yeah and he looked he didn't do much and then so i was like shocked when they started the match i was like no chance kota bushi starts this match and then like kenny omega was like all right yeah get out get out like i'm starting a match because I'm going to do Will Ospreay stuff. Everyone wanted Coda. He still gets a reaction, though. Which is Yeah, look, look, he's... When he is in the right mind space and he's healthy, he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's just... Yeah. He's I off. Just, I just hope he's okay, like, in terms of everything. Because, like, like, he just doesn't look like Dakota... Even, like, when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic in WWE. Like, he looked... Like that's how I kind of got introduced to Kota. Obviously, I watched him in New Japan, but like when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, I'm like, dude, this dude's gonna be a stud, and he's gonna win it if they wanted to keep him. They didn't want to keep him. I don't know why, but it was or no, he didn't want to stay there. Is what it was, I think. But man, this Kota, a, look, this another. This was a fine match. Don Callis gets more heat than uh, you find me somebody else in wrestling who gets the people like the genuinely fucking hate his guts. I'll tell you the three people. It's him. It's Dominic and it's Guevara. Those are the three. That's the, you put two the of them men. together. Yeah. It, it, well, to, yeah, you're right. <laughs> to get Guevara more, even more heat. Even yeah. The, he, uh, the Will Ospreay feigning an injury uh, was very entertaining as well as uh, to help his team uh, claim a victory. Um, so this was fun. Uh, your AEW World Tag Team match, FTR Aussie Open. If you haven't seen the uh, the Royal Quest matches, uh, I mean, this is this was awesome. You know, it's a fucking shame that Mark Davis got hurt again. Uh, this is why they had to relinquish the IWGP tag titles and the New Japan Strong tag titles, uh, which led to them signing with AEW. But it's 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 a thing with Mark Davis. He is several years the senior of Kyle Fletcher, um, and he was always not in the at new japan or AEW, so it's a lot of riding the roads over there uh in in the in in australia and the uk so you know time's catching up to him and it just shows here like 
you know, I'm sure we're going to read a thousand reports and maybe, you know, Kate rubs elbows with people. So she knows uh, maybe they were supposed to win, but he fucking broke his wrist. And it's sad because they're a fucking unbelievable tag team. And this was a great match. Agreed. It was uh, it was a fantastic match. But to your point, that was earlier made about like the hodgepodge of tag teams that are just everywhere. Also, the open found a way to to get their to elevate their status. And I guess that's, I guess that's Tony Khan. I guess I mean, like that's gotta be him, but this match was great. But did anyone honestly think that Aussie, Aussie open was going to be the AW champs? Great match. Fantastic match. Awesome match. Predictable match. Love FCR. I mean, look, we'll find You know, next week we could be having a different conversation. If the news comes out that it was supposed to be Aussie open, um, former IWGP tag team champions, like, they're fucking good. They're real fucking good. They if, are if, good. If, uh, you know, FDR needs to take time off or whatever, they just want to, you know, cool off. Maybe they've this done that before, stuff. right? Didn't FDR have to take time off and then they hit the belts off them? Or is that? Yes, the, when uh, they lost the guns. But I think yeah. that was like a contractual thing, too. Like they didn't know if they were yeah. going to resign yeah. with WWE or something like that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so great tag match, though. Uh, and then the main event, two out of three falls. Christian Cage retains the TNT championship against Darby. Um, Darby yeah. Allen. Darby Darby. Allen is a lunatic. I guess, I guess he's just living for the moment. I really don't fucking know. Uh, his arm was in a sling uh, at the at the scrum. Um, he took numerous uh, crazy bumps on the fucking steps from the ring apron. The uh, prettier, or whatever they call it in AEW, that he took from Christian, where he landed, it looked like he landed directly on his head. So on either the boards? He, yeah, on the boards. So, like, he's either, like, really, really good, which is possible, because it's, it's definitely possible, or he kept going and was amazing for taking that fucking headshot, bro. Like, incredible. It was so Alan Allen rolls up Christian Cage, steals the first pin. Darby Allen gets counted out uh for Cage to get the second uh the second fall, and then uh with a little help from uh from Nick a knockout Wayne. referee oh, no, and Nick Wayne. Uh Nick Wayne turns on Darby. We all saw that coming, right? Like at some point, like we knew that was coming eventually. Like we just didn't know what what yeah, so, and uh, so Christian Cage pins Dobby, and then a uh, little post-match beatdown. Here comes the stinger. Uh, the dinosaur is going to stop him. Uh, and then we get uh, a little beatdown action, and then uh, the arena lights go out, and big special presentation shows up on the board. There's a video of a man getting in a fast, loud car, muscle car, driving towards the arena. Uh, and then the lights come back on, and uh, you think you know him. <laughs> Ooh, is what what the the voice comes, and then Metalingus, and here's fucking Edge or Adam Copeland or whatever the fuck they're calling him. Adam Copeland, I believe. Do we know how we can use that song? Is yeah, it different? Uh, no, fucking was it Alter Bridge? Yeah, they yeah. own the rights to that. Their music. Okay. That's, Tony Khan just did Tony Khan shit. 
Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure Edge was like, "Hey guys, go in AEW. Can I use your song?" And you're like, "Anything for you, Adam? Because I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> what's Alter? What's Alter Bridge doing right now? Somebody tell me. Maybe playing Stone Pony. Are they around? Are they going to be at the fucking Daly's Plaza? Maybe. <laughs> you might be at the Hat with the Benelli sisters. <laughs> So I watched I watched that uh, his you know his debut if you want to call it a debut there for AEW, and the only thing and this is this is very like you have to be paying attention attention to detail on it. The only thing that I fucking like drove me nuts was that you knew he wasn't hitting Sting, right? Because Sting was laying face up. He was laying face up. You don't do that bump face up. You never do that face up. It's always face down on the chair. Didn't so, they turn him? Didn't they turn him over though? No, no. He was laying there face up with the chair. With the chair. So right then, like I knew, and I, I watched it. Like well, I mean, you knew. You probably knew it anyway, though. Probably, but at least I mean, help me, like help me believe that he's going to hit Sting. And when they pulled Sting and laid him down, like face up, I was like, yeah, well, that's that's way too fucking. And you know, it maybe not for everybody that obvious but with him laying like that i was like well yeah that's that's an obvious he's going to to hit you know nick nick wayne and i like i like that he Christian brought gage is amazing un uh, he's a he's a, a lunatic fringe you can't trust him hk he'll hit him any way he wants <laughs> god damn it well it was okay. It was Copeland that, that the was the man wears a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's gonna set him up any way he wants because he's crazy. But it was Nick Wayne that set him up. Well, Nick Wayne's just got a new father, so he's very excited. <laughs> Daddy, uh, so, got her ribs. But that was yeah. that was that was the one part of it where I was like, and and again, I might be just being a little bit too too. You are you fucking nerd. Well, for you motherfucker, you're telling me you're watching it there and he's laying there fucking face up and you know the bump. You don't take it face up. You're telling me that you thought, oh, he's going to hit no. him. Sting is crazy. He's jumping off of balconies. He's taking buckle bombs. He's 65 years old. Sting don't give a fuck no more. You know why? He believes in the man above. Oh, good for fucking him. I wish Copeland would have sent him. Wow. God. That's, wow, that really? Was, that was mean. That was mean. You don't like the stinger like that? Not a big sting guy. Not a big but sting death, guy. But death? Come on, you're stealing my gimmick now. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. You can take you take take the line. Take the line. I I am not ah, gonna ah. apron bump. I agree. Notice that too. <laughs> not just me. It's not just me. I mean, we all right. So it didn't take right, me to realize that because because it was face up that the bump wasn't gonna happen. It was just because it wasn't going to happen. Like it like they weren't going to concerto's thing. Like Edge was gonna come out, so like as soon as I knew that this match was the main event, like I knew it was Edge. So like once they put him on his fucking head or his face, like I was like, all right, cool. Edge is gonna come out and make the save. That's like that's what it was. So yeah, I, mean, I don't ever see the face because it's always face down, ass up. Yeah, that's the that's way he likes to fuck. Like the... <laughs> on this day. I see clearly. All right, so fucking handsome Kevin's a fucking indie wrestling manager, and he notices everything. Congratulations! Yeah. Way to take yourself out of the that. moment. I didn't fucking say that, you ass. See if I blow you again. 
she could you could tweet at JJ Rogue Means and you could tell him way to ruin it for me, you mark. I fucking ruined it. They fucking ruined it. He was in the wrong position. Jesus Christ. Right. This is what we want. We want Sting. Little runny face paint right in the mat, butt in the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, and dump him in the coffin. Yeah, hit him in the ass with a bat. Yeah, hit him in the ass with a big rubber dick. Whoa. <laughs> Get him an LJN. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> that uh, that that ruined the moment for you, handsome Kevin. Hey, thanks, babe. Did it take the uh, the the. Did it, you know, you get the tinglies when you heard the metalingus, but then you saw that and it kind of ruined the moment for you? It was, it didn't ruin the moment. That didn't ruin the moment. I, I, I'm interested to see what's next for Edge. I'm, Edge I'm is going to wrestle the dinosaur. Yeah, right. Until he, until he gets put up against the Bucks and then he's, no, he's be... wrestling the dinosaur next week. Yeah. I, no, I, I am, I am interested to see how he factors in the roster. I'm interested to see the matchups for him. I'm interested to see what he does with his, his character. Cause I'm guessing his character is just going to be who he is and who he's been. So I am interested to see what, what happens with it. Just, it should be, it should be fun. And I'm hoping it gives me, I've not been super entertained by a lot of AEW over the course of the last probably year. So I'm hoping that uh, he, he adds to the show. Well, he filed a trademark. God, the rogue in that fucking dick. Legend. Legend. Yeah. Legend. Yep. The the icon. Iconolast. Metalingus. The, the, The rogue and cope. The rogue. Bro, what the fuck? That's what I fucking said. How have you not trademarked your last name? I, it's just my last name. I didn't think to fucking trademark it. What do you mean? You're handsome Kevin Rogue. Good point. All Did right, give me a, I have to talk to my fucking attorney. Too late now. He's fucking trademarked he's, it. He's, well, yeah, that and my attorney's fucking resting because he... <laughs> wet wet he Yeti digging. Incorporated filed <laughs> a fucking trademark. Is that a real fucking thing? Wet Yeti Incorporated. I've seen a Wet Yeti or two in my day. Uh, after looking at their feet, huh? <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> Overall, I really enjoyed Wrestle Dream. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yes, I know I bitched and moaned a bunch about MGF and the Righteous, and there were things that uh, I did have issue with. But overall, great fucking show. Yeah, great Definitely show. Worth it. It's just under four hours. Yeah, that's a that's still a long time for a wrestling show, though. Yeah. Well, that's fucking a zillion matches, guys. A zillion. Yeah. 14, if you will. I mean, WrestleMania yeah. is four hours, too, so I guess we can't yeah. pick well, was, was, every fucking month. Was there a lot of, uh, like, bullshit in between the matches? No. Really? Okay. Very little. Very little. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think we got, like, promos. Maybe. Oh, you got the Darby video before this, this yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a Don Callis video, maybe. There, and there was a lot of stuff with uh, in the Darby Christian match with um, that it was during the match, but it was with Nick Wayne's mother, which is bizarre. Uh, because the scrum was eight. three hours. What's that? Wow. The scrum after the show was three hours long. The media scrum was three hours. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Huh. 
Yeah. What, did anyone get into a fight? No, no fights. No, no fights. fights. Nothing reported. Nothing reported of fights. Kudos, AEW. You got to do a media scrum without a fucking fight. Guy, I wish I wish Adam Copeland would have gotten to it with the young bucks backstage. That would have just made that would have made me smile ear to ear. Did we talk oh. about the um the Jericho um Omega match? Oh, we did. We did definitely did. Yeah, what did we forget to mention something, sir? No, no, I was just I forgot to talk about something that we already talked about. So yeah, we're good. Please share share with that's yeah, it's it's not Tuesday, KJG. It's not Tuesday. That was Tuesday, Tuesday day. Literally thought it was Tuesday <laughs> day. The only thing that like reminded me that it was Monday was the show. Um, but uh, so I really enjoyed like that. I I really like the Don Kyle's family, and I think that they are going to be phenomenal. And Chris Jericho still does amazing things. Uh, not a very salient point that I'm making, but just a point that I wanted to make, just because I really think that, that match was kind of underrated. All right. Very good. That's it. All right. I think right now is the perfect time to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk NXT No Mercy. We got still Jade. They 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 signed Jade, and boy, did they make a fucking uh, – they put the stamp of approval on Jade Cargill. Um, I wanted to – we want, want to talk MLW. I know Kevin said he had some questions. Uh, and then Impact is on the road to Bound for Glory. Fast lanes this weekend. I watched fucking SmackDown Friday. How do you like them apples, guys? Yeah, boy. I was home Friday night, and I watched some SmackDown. So nice. uh, we'll talk about all this and more. Uh, Next on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Don't you say back after this. Back after this. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast. And the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive. And believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. Time for your weekly lineup of shows on the Shining Wizards Network. On Mondays, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain, featuring the year of Duke and Rogue, covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy Al, telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 Screams or Less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's the Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money, Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's an inconclusive breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. 
The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Filrea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. And Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north-of-the-border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. You're back to being muted, Double T. What the fuck, man? Hey, Why no, you're back. You got it. You're here. You're I guess because I'm the guy that plays the video. That could be. That could be. I do like that. Though. That's 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 nice. Yeah, I think it's a little for the. You know, if I guess we'll figure out when we go to the end of the show how we're gonna. Yeah. How we're gonna exit? I was gonna say I'll just have to I have to hit my go home before. I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe my friend. Maybe. Maybe. How was your uh? So we'll filibuster for a while with KJG. Yeah. How was your? Uh, you did the wrestling shows this weekend. How would that, yeah. that go for you, handsome Kevin? I feel like we don't put over your independent wrestling promotion company that you're part of in the uh, the old Great Lakes State, Great yeah. State of Lakes. What is the Great State of Lakes? Sure. Yeah. Why not? The what's land the, of the land of ten thousand lakes. Yes, the independent wrestling in the land of ten thousand lakes. We don't ever talk about your involvement. Yeah, I had a great time, man. I got to uh, I got to work with Eugene. Uh, so I've worked with him a couple of times now, and it was uh, it's a t- he is very fun to work with. But you, there's a lot of moving parts because of his improv skills. So you always kind of be yeah, always kind of have to be ready for him and uh had a lot of fun uh chatting with him like i said worked with him a couple times and uh he's he's a he's a great guy to be around a great guy to like sit and just listen to him talk like sit under his learning tree if you will i uh, had a great time uh working with him i always have a great time i uh i also shaved pd brown's head uh at the show uh got a got a little bit of uh oh, rede- yeah redemption on that son of a bitch <laughs> shaved shaved his head so fuck him and then uh got to hang out with uh dante so Dante uh, Martin of Top Flight, he was uh, he's a former AWF alum and uh, came and hung out in the locker room. So that was that uh, was a fun time. How's his wheel? His wheel's getting better. His wheel is getting better. He's been on the shelf now for about five months. Uh, he's he's moving. He's walking. I mean, he wasn't right. he wasn't getting in the ring, right? He wasn't getting in the ring doing anything crazy or anything like that. Just he just hung out in the locker room, uh, just. Being around the guys, it was it was kind of cool. It's kind of kind of nice to to hang out with him and and Eugene. He actually he carried Eugene's bags, which was uh, very uh, like just a pro pro class move on on his part. Um, just carried him out when uh, when Eugene was heading out for the night. Carried him out for him. It was just it was fun. It was a, it was a very fun show. And uh, being able to shave Petey Brown's head was just was just fucking perfect. Fuck him and his man bun, man. Wow, and now he has no Ooh. man bun. You goddamn right, he's got no man, but he's got no hair. Took he out the buzzer, buzzer. Yep, took oh, nice. it right, right down the center. Okay. Right down the. Center. I didn't know if it was like fucking Jeff Jarrett edge haircut, you know, where they just get no. a buzz cut, or you actually. Shaved no, I head. shaved his head. 
Yeah, just to bust it out. Fans didn't think I was going to do it. I did the tease, right? I teased like, oh, somebody's going to run out and, and interrupt me. Somebody's going to tease and stop me from doing this. And I just turned around. I took the buzzer right down the middle. Fans oh, were you fucking son of a bitch. Fans were uh, a little surprised. A little surprised. Yeah, we're going to get another YouTube video of a uh, old okay. chocolate rain hating on you. <laughs> I'm expecting it. Yes, I'm expecting it. for your head. Yeah, yeah, but it was a great show, man. We, we should get that guy as a guest on the show. You, you go ahead. You, you, you set him up because I he blocked me on every form of social media that, that you could think of. So, oh, do you think you would come on here and have like a fucking nervous breakdown, like rage against you? Probably. Oh, it'd be fucking amazing. Probably. KJG, you saw that I sent that, didn't I? What's you that? know what we're talking about? What the the head shaving thing? No, no, no. The 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 rage, the guy that uh the hate mail. The no, I did not see that. Oh boy. Hold on, give me one second. Uh, it will take me a moment. I got it here. Here it is. So after uh an angle I did with uh with Petey and essentially, you know, uh teased his retirement and then I attacked his he he actually did have an injured uh leg and uh attacked attacked him. Uh during so all the people sleep. in the AWF with fucking hurt legs, Petey Brown, Dante Martin. Yeah, that's yeah, just what happens, man. I got, I got be, this. Have, be a safe promotion. How about that? I, I think we're doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and actually, Petey hurt, twist it. Petey hurt, hurt his leg outside of the AWF. Anyways, uh, the message I got after that, 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 uh, that ran was, uh, you're the most despicable person I've ever met. What you did to Petey Brown was not only uncalled for, but it was unprofessional. And you know it. Petey Brown. Patrick Brown is one of my good oh. friends. Yeah, that's what he says. Petey Brown. Patrick Brown is one his of my. Name? Is that his real name? I want him to be balls deep. Patrick Brown. I think that'd be. No, a good but name. his real name, Patrick, is this guy breaking kayfabe? I don't like it. What he says, the fuck? Uh, Walk the been, rain. What are you doing? One of my good friends. I've known him since 2014. Because, because of your despicable actions, I'm going to block you from all social media pages. You dumb fuck. What? I don't ever want to speak to you again. Get the hell out of my life, and don't you ever come back to my presence. Goodbye. And then he put out a he put out a, a hate fucking video on his YouTube account about me. Yes, I don't like I'm it. Down to book him. Get, get, go ahead, reach out. Hundred like percent. I'll, I'll I'll get in character for his bitch ass. Wait, you're not in character now. No. You are a character. I appreciate nice. that. Yeah, no worries. What are we doing here? Uh, NXT had a what's up, Kev? I don't want to. I hate to be this guy, but my OCD is killing me right now. When you said the Edge Jeff Jarrett hair match, it was actually X Pac. No, I mean they. It wasn't Edge versus Jeff Jarrett. I mean Edge also lost the shave his head thing, and they just cut his hair. They didn't like shave his head. Edge did. Yeah, I don't know who it was against, but he lost one, and then they did the same thing. They just cut his hair. They didn't shave his head bald. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't even know what that is, if because he didn't have short hair till like now, ish. Like he never had short hair till like now. I mean, unless it's like it was like shorter. Yeah, it was. I remember it being shorter. Like he had when he was teaming with like Hogan, he was still saw long ass hair. But not like original long hair. Like when he first he came shit. in, his hair was so long he could have wiped his ass with it. Yeah. 
see, he shaved uh, Kurt Angle's head. I remember that. Maybe yeah, that, I am yeah. mixed up. That was but legit. I feel like there was a thing where he just got a fucking haircut. I could be wrong. You could be. You're very right. I mean, I wasn't trying to be. I was just. It was literally just like my OCD. Like I thought you. Good. Thought, I thought that I mean, Edge man. beat Jeff Jarrett. No, no. Jeff Jarrett lost X Pac. It was SummerSlam, right? Make some noise. Yeah, X Pac. Nelly, what are you doing? Yeah, sorry about sorry. that. Sorry, Nelly's over here being a weirdo. So NXT and a, what is it? PLE. Pre-show, baby. Uh, now the pre-show. What's that? Is that a YouTube vehicle? Yes. No, so, it's still on Peacock. I didn't. Oh, so I didn't watch. I could. I couldn't catch it on Peacock. Really? Is the pre-show separate from the one it of those might be. things? That could be why Blair, I didn't see. Blair Davenport defeated uh, Kalani Jordan. Yep. Uh, people were really impressed. I guess with this Kalani chick. Am I saying her name right? Probably not. I fuck Kalani. No, no, I think you're. I think you're right there. Show kicked off with Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Banger. Uh, we all picked Braun Breaker to win this match. Are we surprised? Look, we got, I thought, correct me if I'm wrong, the rocket was shoved so far up Braun Breaker's ass. Mm-hmm. Right? He was came in, came in like a wrecking ball, the NXT champion. Now here he's losing to Baron Corbin. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this? So I don't watch NXT a lot, but I watched the go home and I watched this show. And apparently what they're doing now is they're trying to like Baron Corbin's like a legit, like NXT, like star now. So like, he's not a WWE guy that just got sent back because he's, he, he never clicked with the main roster. So like, to me, like to, this was one of the matches that I wish I could have had back. Because I honestly could have thought that Baron Corbin, just based on the go home and this show, I thought I really thought Baron Corbin had a chance to win, and it turns out that he did. I think that Baron Corbin has been a hot character in NXT. I mean, Braun Breaker is Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker is bulletproof right now. Uh, be- can I ask Kevin? Can I ask you when you say hot, like sexy teenage boy hot, or no, not even like- remotely close to that. <laughs> Like riding a rocket to the top, like he's gonna be a main player now. Like he's, they're they're not. He's not. He's there to help, but he's also there to be a star. So, like it's. I guess it's kind, of, but to a much lesser extent, it's kind of in the same vein as like Becky Lynch being there. It's, but it's again a much lesser. Oh, that's right. But um, but him getting the win on the NXT because NXT, dude, I'm telling you right now, that crowd was hot. And that crowd makes a great show. And Baron Corbin performing in front of that crowd on NXT, I, I'm not shocked that he won. And we had interference too, by the way, with uh, Robert Stone trying to get some revenge for Von Wagner. So Ah, uh, Von Wagner, is he still a thing? He got Braun Breaker destroyed him a few weeks ago. or, or Yeah, and then Robert Stone was his manager. He came in, did like a crossbody on uh, Braun Breaker, threw him out, and then... Uh, Baron Corbin hit him with the end of days and boom, dynamite. Let me let me see if you guys get this reference. Von Wagner's face looks like Bo if, Beverly. If Rocky Dennis had the surgery. <laughs> yep. Oh god, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, he has like a very like 
Yeah. He looks Holy like his, he's got a block face. Block face, a big fucking like a rhino horn, like a big protrusion coming out of his forehead. Holy shit, Matt. That's fucking goddamn brilliant. Kevin, more of a surprise for you. Braun Breaker losing or Dom Dom losing the NXT North American title to Trick Williams. <sighs> I really this was thought supposed Dom... to be Mustafa Ali's match, right? Right. Yes. He gone. He gone. And then Chick Williams came in, and they're. I feel like like once once um once Chick Williams won, this is gonna foreshadow. I knew Carmelo Hayes was gonna lose because now Chick Williams is gonna have that, loss and Carmelo Hayes won. So this match was uh was pretty damn good, man. Like. I... I get what people see Chick Williams. I really do think he's got it all at some point. Like he can't put a promo. Like he just can't. And how far they're pushing him right now so fast. Don't know. I think we might have to bite him. And I hope I'm wrong. But it was Matt. It was a great match. Dominic was great. Uh it, yeah, tremendous match. A uh, lot of insecurities, love, you know, die like great stuff. Did uh, Dragon Lee's role come into effect? Yes, here? at the end of the match, um, a ref another referee came in, but Dragon Lee ended up counting the pinfall for the match. So he got knocked out. I forget how but, uh, he got, he did get knocked out, and then he came in and counted the pinfall for uh, um, for Trick. Trick. You said uh, when we were talking AEW, your, your NXT uh, four-way was your favorite tag match. The family was successful defeating Angel Garza and Berto Carrillo uh, out the mud. Is that yeah. a real Yeah, they are a real thing. First out, time I've ever seen them. The mud? Yeah, out the mud. I guess it's like a, a term like coming from nothing and being something. Like we're out of the mud. Like we're like now we're something when we weren't anything. So, yeah. Uh this was my favorite match oh, yeah. of the show at this point uh, because the Creed brothers are tremendous. I think Brutus is like, he's like kind of like, he reminds me of Otis. So like, he's like, like the funny like guy and where Julius is the, the talent, but he, Julius doesn't have the charisma that Brutus has, but Julius has the wrestling ability that Brutus doesn't, but Brutus is still good. Fantastic match. They had a four, like they had a tremendous uh, superplex, four-way superplex spot. Awesome, awesome match. Um, uh, the, the family retains. They did a whole thing where uh, Tony D'Angelo leaves with the injury and then comes back for it. Awesome, awesome stuff. And if you watch the Go Home episode of NXT, they did a tr like an absolutely entertaining like dinner segment where like they invited like the three teams to the almost like a four families, like mafia type deal. And they uh, Tony would have hated that. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. So anyway, what, was, um, is it a missed opportunity if the Creed brothers don't turn on each other? And Julia says, E too, Brutus. Yes. hundred percent missed opportunity. <laughs> You didn't think I was gonna pull fucking Shakespeare out tonight, did you? <laughs> you have that on your bingo card, bitches. No, that's why you should be listening every single time. Goddamn right. Loved it. I'm here for it, Matt. Bring out Shakespeare. 
can any what is I know, handsome Kevin, I know you're very high on the Heritage Cup. Fucking hate it. Oh, I heard you're a big fan. I heard you have a Heritage Cup in your living room. That's right. No, nope, fucking hate it. What, what, why? What is this? Well, because they've had no Amdar there for what, like eight years. They got to, they got to find something for him to do sooner or later, right? The metaphor. Can he just run around yelling, Fox? Wasn't that the same? Yeah, might as well, man. I fucking hate the Heritage Cup. I what is it? hate it it's bullshit yeah it's like some sort of like tournament i i didn't know what it was either to be honest with you it's it's so the heritage like cup rules they have rounds yeah they have rounds and, and, i yeah. fucking hate i hate it i can't stand give me a wrestling match like right. give me a wrestling match don't give me rounds i i it's just it's so it's so annoying that's that's kind of like my gripe with like the pure championship like i don't want like, don't give me rounds in wrestling. Like, right. have Pure a fucking match. Doesn't have rounds. It doesn't have rounds. Does that? Doesn't it have like a time limit though? In judges though, the Ring of Honor has a time limit. The Pure Championship has a time limit, and it has judges. Uh, you're only al- yeah, if it goes the time limit, and you're only allowed three ring breaks yeah. or rope like breaks. It. Yeah, it's 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 it, it's not the same, but it's like to me, it's similar. Like obviously not the rounds, but right. I just don't like. Don't put sports into my pro wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right with you. Or like the, like you said, like you're only allowed three rope breaks. Well, why? Yeah, why? Just either have them or don't have them. Yep. Don't fucking What's muddy the, up the rules. Storytelling rule. device. Three rope breaks is storytelling. Hundred percent. Rope breaks in amongst themselves are silly. Oh man, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Fuck anyway. That. Fuck the heritage. So uh, see here, I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Ah, Scott George, six three minute rounds. Yes, and then if it goes past like a certain round or something like that, if it goes to the sixth round, then they um they do something. I forget what I forget what it was, but they do something where they uh they get some hot, sexy teenage boys in the ring. No, Uh, (laughs) they don't. They don't do that. They don't do that at all. Does they uh fucking play naked twister? What do they do after fucking six rounds? I forget, Matt man. I'm trying here. I watched this show. I liked this match. It was fucking good. You, you like the match? Hold on. You just said you hate when you bring sports into wrestling. Now I hate you like this match. The match, but the match was good. Noam Dar and Pete Dunn had a good match, man. His it was fun. Butch. His name is Butch Kevin. Oh, that's right. Butch. How dare Get I. it right or pay the price. Goes to a draw if it goes the distance. So if this shit goes for 18 minutes, that's it. It's over. Yes, but it didn't go that. This sounds like shit. No it is shit. One. They should pawn the Heritage Cup and get Shawn Michaels a glass eye. I thought he already had one. Oh, does he? I don't think so. Fuck him, Or it just too. looks that way. Okay. Never mind. Uh, hey, how do you spell Dragunov's first name? Ilya. Ilya? Yeah, I L. I think it's I L Y A. J. Is there a J in there? There's a J. Okay. I L J A. Oh, I L J A. Yes, I believe okay. so. Yes. All right. Uh, well, he beat Carmelo Hayes. We have a brand new NXT uh, t- champion, t- world champion. What are they calling him these days? World champion. Yeah. Champion of the world, Dragonoff. That's yes. Right. Dude, when I said that the tag team match was my favorite match, this match. 
fucking blew it out of the water. This match was intense as shit. So much fucking fun. Like, absolutely, probably, again, I'm going to say this again when we go down the card again. This was my favorite match up until this point, and it might still be my my favorite match of the show, to be honest with you. It was, Matt, watch this match. I like Drag- Dragunov. Dragunov is one of those guys that is, he's a, he's a one hell of a sneaky fucking stud. Because, like, you watch his matches, and, like, when, when they're over, you're always kind of like, wow, I need a little bit more. Like, you yeah. always want to see a little bit more of him. He is so, he is so fucking good. It, and it's it always so me away. It's always so tough because you always think he's being called up to the main roster, right? But now all of a sudden, now they put the the belt on him. Mm-hmm. So now you know he's not necessarily going anywhere for the foreseeable future, which is fine because, dude, that like I say this all the time. When the live crowd contributes as much as this crowd did to the show, it makes the show 18 times more enjoyable. Like, this crowd ruled, and they had every reason to because – this match was fantastic. Dragunov is kind of a, he's a bit of a show stealer. He's a bit of a show stealer. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you put him on the card either. Nope. He's likely going to go out there and, and probably have the best match on the card. The guy is, he's incredible, man. <laughs> I, you, I just, I want to see more of, of him every time I see him. And there's not a lot of guys that I can say that do that. Right. So and when the NXT irony- UK first came out, like I, I'm sorry, Matt, go ahead. No, I was going to say any irony that the show stopper, is running NXT for the show Stealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who woke you up today? Look at this guy <laughs> with the fucking jokes. Yeah, but anyway, um, Dragonoff. I thought when NXT UK started, I I was into NXT UK, mm-hmm. and then they brought a lot of oh, these yeah? over, like Tyler Bate and the the coffees. Tyler and, Bate. Yeah, Tyler Bate. I hope every single one of you UK fans, your fucking tongues fall out. Big strong man. Who is Tyler Bate? That's great. We don't need a fucking chant to his dumb name. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Go watch fucking soccer, jerk offs. They chant big strong man now. Yeah, chant this. I got your big strong man right here. It's right next to my young, sexy teenage boy. Oh, I thought fucking Kevin was gonna be Paul Heyman on that. run this bit to the ground until it gets me canceled or arrested <laughs> both are gonna happen but what there ain't nothing but a couple of pussies hanging out with me up here <laughs> yeah didn't have any boys coming over to look at your toys no no boys no boys with my toys. All right, let's move on to the next match on the show. Where is it? Where's the WWE it? NXT Women's Title Extreme Rules matches. Uh, Becca Lynch, the champion, defeats Tiffany Stratton. Oh yeah, coming out party girls. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Tiffany Stratton. Oh yeah, coming out party for her, man. She fucking did some insane stuff that I've never seen before in wrestling. Like I hate the barricade breaking spot, but the way she did it, incredible. She was just this whole match was great. And uh Becky Lynch being aggressive, throwing the shopping cart into the stairs with Beck with uh I thought there's many times where I thought Tiffany Stratton was gonna be like dead. Like literally, like that's how bad she got beat up. 
but she ended up coming back and it was awesome. And Becky Lynch ended up winning and fantastic match, man. I think this again over Carmelo Hayes and Dragunov. This was ma- this match was right there. I love you that guys they really put matches of the night, sir. I know. I and I kept saying that I would probably go ahead of myself and predict that or say that one would be better than the next. But as I watched each one, they just like made me enjoy them way more. So I'm telling you right now, all three matches, watch uh, the tag match, watch the world title match, and watch the women's world title match. All great. So I I didn't get a chance to catch it, but I, I want to ask you this because I, I think Stratton's a star. I, I, I really think she is. I think that she's she puts out some really good matches. Okay. Uh, and this being a, God, was it like an Extreme Rules type match? Yeah, and yeah. yeah, Becky Lynch challenged her to yeah. an Extreme Rules match. So coming, coming out uh, on the other side of the match, did she gain edge to Stratton? her character? Yes, because you know you know her oh, character, right? Yeah. Like, does she come out on the other side going, "Okay, there's more layers to her character"? Now. There's a hundred percent more layers, and if there weren't, if they weren't there already, they're a hundred percent there now. Yeah, because I think out of doubt, she's a star. She's sure. a star. Like, if she's on the main roster tonight, while we're recording this, I would not be shocked yeah. at all. Good, good. I'll tell you who's not on the main roster: own. Becky Lynch and Tegan Knox. Oh yeah, because Tegan Knox. So they teased that too at the end of the show. Tegan Knox is the number one contender. All right. So they were supposed to have a match. Becky Lynch has a laceration on her arm, so they canceled the match. Uh oh. A laceration. Arm laceration. Arm laceration. That's huge. Here's I'm going to throw a tough tough question at you, KJG. Which pay per view won the weekend? No mercy with the awesome video where they use the old No Mercy video game to hype it up, the promo video. Oh, yes. Or Ichiban Antonio Inoki's Wrestle Dream presented by Tony Khan is excited for Wrestle Dream! That's tough. I popped huge for the No Mercy intro. It was awesome. It was great. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go. It's close, man. And I and I shelled out 50 bucks for, for uh, Wrestle Dream. But I'm go. I think No Mercy was the better wrestling show. Like I, th- I think it's close. But I'm going No Mercy. I think was better than uh, Russell Green, even with yes. Edge's return and all that stuff. Wow, is this the return of corporate Kevin? Well, no, I'm already I'm AEW corporate. Doesn't sound like it. I think this show is better, but I think I, that's I'm not disrespecting AEW. I'm not saying you are, but it's you're, you're going to get a phone call from somebody corporate. I probably will. <laughs> probably will. PB, I'm sorry, buddy. KM, I'm sorry, buddy. So uh, my buddy sent me this message today. Oh, do tell. Oh, I will. It's uh, uh, <laughs> apparently they're auctioning off the estate of Terry Funk. Wow. The ranch? Uh, a lot of the stuff. Uh, a sister auctioneers has been commissioned to liquidate the estate of Terry Funk at 418 North Shore Drive, Amarillo, Texas, including furniture, vintage antique collectibles, home decor, home decor, household goods, jet skis, and more. You could preview it online, but you can only pick up in person Friday, Saturday. Oh, road trip. Look, I know what you're thinking, right? That's right. 
there's a lot of shit up here. And I've scrolled through a lot of it. I've yet to hit any kind of wrestling memorabilia. <laughs> it's literally like their couches and like they're like crystals or some shit. Uh, Saturday's Alley movie bust from Sylvester Stallone is available. It looks like a face and a monkey. <laughs> Big face nice. Monkey guy. Nice. Like the um, monkeys? Like is that Mike Nesmith? No, it is not. It is not. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. I would buy. So that was something I thought was interesting. And I was like, oh, great. Like, I can't get to Amarillo, Texas to bid on antique glassware. Oh, there's glassware. Yeah, there's a lot of glassware, but I want like some wrestling. Let me jump to more glass. We had a lot of fucking glassware. It's all glassware. Assorted figurines. None of them are wrestling related. This looks like a boomerang. <laughs> three canisters of small bottles for three dollars. Hmm. Picture frames, handbags. It sounds like Terry Funk was a fucking hoarder. Huh. Double Cross Ranch? Is that was the name? Of, that's Ooh. what it was. Yeah. Ugg slippers, a dollar. Fucking Terry Funk's wearing Uggs. They're on his estate. Oh man. I don't, I don't want Terry Funk wearing Uggs. I don't like that. Thought. Vintage Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh. Teddy Ruxpin and Bears, $11. <laughs> Wait, is it the Teddy Ruxpin with the tape cassette gimmick? Uh, yeah, looks like it. That was and great. it looks like he's got the book and the cassette. Dude, That I had that. I didn't have the... Who was the centipede that was his buddy? What the fuck was his name? He had like a like a caterpillar friend, Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, did he? Oh, he sure did. Oh. And he also had a video uh, tape cassette gimmick. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Caterpillar friend. Teddy Ruxpin, like, worm uh, let's friend. Let's see. His name was Grubby. Grubby, that's right. Teddy's nice. best friend who is an octopede. Is that like a fucking arm short of a pedophilia? This know. thing's creepy as shit. <laughs> grubby. Grubby. He was a grub. He was a worm, if you will. Like that you would like knock out of a tree and eat. Why would a bear and a worm be friends? That's a good point. Why would they be friends? Why would a big bird and a snuffleupagus be friends? Well, no. we don't know what snuffleupagus is for sure. Well, but we do, a, we do know bears be... eat grubs. That's a good point. Yeah, I think they're mostly into termites, though. Bears, bears, they they or anteaters, one of them. I think anteaters probably go termites, but yeah, bears eat grubs, man. That's cool. I mean, I'm sure everyone eats grubs. Humans eat grubs. Oh, we do. That's right. Do you now? Watch Survivor, man. I don't. (laughs) It's a great show. Let's drive. There's no wrestling memorabilia here. I was gonna say, does it? Would you lay like? Would you lay out any amount of cash to say get a pair of Funkers like cowboy boots? Yeah, I mean, if it was a reasonable like, I mean, he's you can bid on a mini fridge for seven dollars. What about a branding iron like that? Like that barrel fifteen. I don't see anything. 
a paddle board with paddle, one dollar. It sounds like he was a hoarder. Wait, how much Two is that? Water hoses. How much is how much is that many fridge? I might bid on that. Right, you could get a jet ski for a Yamaha Wave Runner jet ski, a hundred and eighty dollars. You just got to go to Amarillo to pick it up. You got to bid on it, yeah. Right. Then you got to go to Amarillo. Mm. Cost you like six hundred bucks to get to, to get the one hundred eighty dollar jet ski. Yeah, still pretty good deal. Carry on. Maybe. You could could sit a jet ski up there if you want to. You could ride it back. That's true. Yes, you could. You could go through the Gulf and then back up the Atlantic, and boom, we're in. Now you have an idea. I like Mm -hmm. that. We should we should document it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going. So I'll go with KJG. Kevin driving a jet ski from Amarillo, Texas to West Orange, New Jersey. Okay. GoPros will document the whole thing. But, yeah. I, I... It'll be K2K around the coast. We're in. <laughs> That'd be fun. We'll, we'll call it charting waters. <laughs> charting fucking, no, funking waters. Yeah. Charting funking waters. Charting funking waters. There you go. I like that. Uh, we got a pay-per-view this around. weekend. Oh, sorry. What? No, I was just, I was, more ideas. I was like, K2K just funking around. Just funking around. That's it. We got another pay-per-view we got to pick this weekend, fellas. Fastlane. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, I don't watch a lot of the WWE product, but I just so happened to be home Friday night, and I said, let me put smackdown on while i'm cooking dinner and doing this and that and kind of going between the kitchen and the living room and i happened to be there for the john cena segment so john oh, yeah. cena is coming back to smackdown is a big deal and he uh he he comes down to the ring and it's uh one of the uso twins who's very angry and solo sokoa jimmy Jimmy's very angry. Jay is on Raw. There we go. Jimmy's very, he's been assaulting people all night in the backstage area. Him and Solo Sokoa have just been beating everybody up. Oh, and Rey Mysterio Jr. and uh, Fantasmo Del Legato, they had a great match for the U.S. title. That was very nice. But then the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, who looks like um, like that evil baby cartoon who wears the suit that's too big for him, he told the Street Profits during the Grayson Waller effect, you need to, you're not mean enough. Yeah. So, baby, big baby fucking is out of here till you show me some nugs. Prove it. And to then me. Austin Theory came out, and the Dragon Lee was in the front row. So, maybe Austin Theory Dragon Lee is going to be a thing. But anyway, so John Cena comes out, does his whole gimmick, right? Then he's getting attacked. Uh oh, who's going to make the save? Fucking LA Knight. Comes yeah. down in some waffle stompers, work boots, saves the day, signs the contract. Come on. Is there any better endorsement for L.A. Knight than John Cena? This is great for L.A. Knight. Yeah. And dude's going to be a megastar. And I think this was the perfect way to ingrain him in this situation. So he's been on that rise, and Kevin, you probably watch a little bit of WWE too, but he's been on that rise for a long time. And this ha- this was actually supposed to happen, I believe, like a week ago, but 
AJ Styles was put in that spot, which actually made perfect sense because AJ Styles teamed with Cena to face them on SmackDown last week, I believe. And then they fucking beat the shit out of AJ Styles, and now he's in the hospital, and LA Knight comes out because he, he had COVID, actually, so he wasn't around. So um, so LA Knight coming out, perfect. He was on this trajectory anyway, but, I mean, God, it doesn't freaking hurt to have John Cena. And, the, and John Cena's reactions when he signed the contract, like John Cena thought that he just found literally like the best partner on the planet. So like that's instant, like gratification for, uh, LA night. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be dope. So, uh, sorry, Hansel Kevin, were you going to say something? No, no, I was, I, yeah. I was just kind of taking the whole like LA night and the trajectory and all that. And I think that it's probably within the course last say yeah. eight, eight months. It's probably really taken off. Um, obviously I've been there live for LA night coming out and the, the crowd engagement, it's not just on TV, man. Like it is crazy to be at a live event and fans in the parking garage, just yelling LA night phrases. Like it's, it's kind of taken on a, a life of its own. I'm super happy for him because he is a very talented worker. I mean, in ring on the mic, he has all the tools that you want from somebody. Uh, I don't like when people say that he's a, you know, a ripoff of yeah. late, late 90s stars. Cause I, yeah. I don't think that's Kevin Nash had something to say about him. It was very, yeah. He said something very, very in that Nothing same, like, original. yeah, which I think is kind of, I, I think it's bullshit. And I think it, it's, it's absolute bullshit. I think he is, he is a star on, unto himself. He's got his own, he's got his own niche and he is as, as over as I've seen somebody at mm. a, a live event. So when you, when you see it come across on TV, it's genuine, man. Yeah. I, I was there. It's genuine. And and Everybody. don't get me wrong, Matt. Like he like he definitely does take like he wears like a Brian Pillman vest. Like his shirt is like a Brian Pillman like guinea tea. Like it's and he all he does a version of the people's elbow, even though it's not the same. Like, but he does and he has yeah instead of what. Like he does he but I feel like there's a difference between stealing and paying tribute and also making it your own it's like taking something and it's like covering a song like you cover a song but you make it your own i feel like that's what la night is i don't think he's stealing anything it, and listen he what he reverted back to himself when they tried to make him like max dupree whatever the fuck his name was when he was doing like the maximum male models thing, like, yeah, that manager type role. Yeah, they, they wanted to make him a manager on the main roster, and then Triple right. H, I'm assuming it was Triple H, had the foresight to put him back to LA Knight, and now he's gonna he's gonna be a champ at some point. Yeah, and I don't think like I think the covering a song is is it's kind of on par, but like I was when you're saying like he's doing a version of the People's Elbow, the People's Elbow is, is a version of that fucking Paul Orndorff fucking dancing game. You know what I mean? Like yes, through everything yeah, no. in, in everything it has turns. Yeah. It it all has turns, man. Right. It you can take turns. whatever you want from whoever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because this it audience to, doesn't necessarily work, know what that audience did. It has to work with the people. Yep. You can steal whatever the fuck you want. If they aren't reacting, nobody gives a fuck when you steal. It's when you borrow and you use bits and pieces of everybody else and there's a reaction. Then there's you know, Kevin Nash, who's been in kind of a dark place the last year with everything that's happened in his life. Right. You know, that's just like fuck, fucking Ric Flair was not the first nature boy. You know, Dusty Rhodes and Billy Graham, Hulk Hogan stole everything from from them. Yeah. Like with the with his promos and shit like that's just the way wrestling is. There's well, and very I think that, few original people. 
and I think that there's a big difference between like like stealing like if the fans came out and said like no he stole it they wouldn't embrace it you know what I mean like they just I don't I think fans are smart enough to that point where if it came across as being a blatant steal fans would shit all over it and they're not doing that because it's not a blatant steal right Oh, and no one was complaining when the fucking Eli Drake was on NWA going, yeah, at the commentary desk drinking. Nobody right. gave a shit then, right? Because it's the fucking NWA and, and you know, 1,500 people are watching it every night, whatever. But now he's on the big stage. Oh, now it's a problem. Stop. You guys look fucking silly. Yep. Yep. Silly. It's working. The fans like it. Mm-hmm. He took right. it. He made it his own. He put his own little spin on it. And the fans love it. I agree. Let the let the man be successful. This yes. is great. Yes. This is great. And and <clears throat> you know, oh, we've oh. been watching the LA Knight train. We all thought he was gonna win money in the bank, and that went to Damian Priest. And there's that side story going on over there. But this with John Cena, fast lane this Sunday night, John Cena, LA Knight, solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso. Like, this is huge. LA Knight's gonna wrestle with John Cena, who is at that stage in his career where he is not doing this every month. He's not coming back for shits and giggles. Like, this is important. They want John Cena to give LA Knight the stamp of approval. And I think it happens Sunday. And I don't think it's outlandish at all to say maybe by WrestleMania. Seth Rollins is no longer our, our world heavyweight champion. Maybe it's LA Knight. Could be. Tell me when I'm telling lies. All right, Punk. I agree with you 100%. I feel like if LA Knight is going He's to win me champ- Phil. What's that? <laughs> He's called me oh. Phil. Oh, I'm sorry, Phil. Philip um, is good. Philip's good? All right, that works. I 100% agree with you. I don't think he's beating Roman, but I feel like there's a very good chance that he's beating Seth Rollins. But yeah, it doesn't have to be Roman. He's on this brand with Seth Rollins. LA Knight's not. LA Knight's, LA Knight's on, SmackDown. on SmackDown. Oh, Roman, that's right. Sorry, because they're all in the same pay-per-view. Sorry, they're not doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not brand-specific stuff. But, yeah, but, I mean, if if Cody wasn't there, LA Knight could easily be the one to beat. Roman, but I feel like it's still Cody's story to tell. That sounded cheesy as shit, but you know what I mean. But if 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 Cody wasn't there, LA Knight would one hundred percent be the one that would beat Roman. But I think he'll eventually move over to Raw and beat Seth, or he'll win the Rumble maybe. And then um, Abram Bump says Knight is winning the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Boom! Yeah! Boom! Boom! Didn't even see that. Look at that. Uh, yeah, we got a uh, last man standing match for the world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins, Nakamura, uh, triple threat for the women's championship, EO Sky against Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Mysterio in the LW against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. They've been doing about six matches per pay-per-view, so I'm sure within the next couple of days we'll see two more uh, matches get announced. Uh, Tuesday, we had our second huge superstar jump from AEW to WWE. Uh, Jade Cargill has signed a multi-year deal with the WWE. I put this out into the universe. Uh, I cannot remember a time when the WWE uh, touted such a signing the way that they did with the ESPN breaks the news. We're going to follow her to the PC and immediately post it. We're going to post pictures of her rolling in the ring like, if you didn't know who Jade Cargill was by the time you went to bed Tuesday night and you were in the IWC and a WWE fan, you were not looking at you were following the wrong people because they did an unbelievable job presenting her 
as a bigger than life character. And I think you don't get a better start than that. I, I mean, I'll, I'll jump in here. Yeah, 100%. Like, and they would be foolish to do anything different than what they did. Like, Jade Cargill is a big deal. Uh, despite what you think about, like, the audience differential between AEW and WWE and how many more viewers WWE gets than AEW, um, Jade Cargill is still a star. Like, she was the star. She was arguably one of the top female talents, probably the top female talent, if you don't want to count Britt Baker. Uh, she was the top star in, in, in AEW. And and it, it'd be fools for them not to, like, pretend that, like, we don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that happens sometimes when WWE brings in other people from other companies, but it would be fools for them to pretend that we don't know who Jade Cargill is. Is there is there an overhype concern with her? Is it because she still None. has to she still has to deliver, right? None. No, okay. There's no overhype concern for me at all because okay. she doesn't have to do much for me. Like she doesn't have to do much. She can show up. She could walk to the ring. She can get her pop. She could work, and because we've seen that she can do stuff in the ring, there's absolutely no cause for concern at all with overhype for me with her. None. Interesting. That's that's the one thing because like I, I we we talked about this before. Her in ring isn't isn't exactly all there yet, and she still needs she still seemingly needs some time, uh, and that's where that's where the overhype that concern comes for me because if you if you build her up and she goes out in that ring and she lays an egg, okay, you know what I mean? Like that's right. that's that's a concern. And Matt, I mean, I guess I mean they just brought back Nia Jax, right? So like, mm -hmm. so she's. She also has that star presence charisma to me, Nia Jax does. And I feel like Jade Cargill is a, a level above in terms of star power for, than Nia Jax. So I don't think that there... Obviously, she can suck in the ring, which is possible, and that could ruin you, especially if she hurts somebody. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't foresee that happening, and I just don't... I don't think there's a downfall at all for how they did this, Matt. No, the, look, the presentation's great. Just there's no need to rush this. Take advantage of the fact that she's able to go to the PC five days a week and train with some of the greatest professional wrestlers in the world. Something she wasn't afforded in AEW. Right, exactly. No, I don't know where she was located. Geography wise, I don't know if if the Nightmare Factory was somewhere she went. I know she thanked a bunch of QT and Billy Gunn and Mark Henry and Dustin Rhodes, but like, man, it's. I mean, we all know we do this show once a week, right? Some sometimes it takes us twenty five minutes to just find a rhythm, right? Now right. imagine that in the wrestling industry, you got to get on a fucking plane, you got to fly to a venue, you got to walk in, you haven't wrestled since last Wednesday. Now you got to roll in the morning. You know, she's just not getting the repetition. But here at the PC, she's afforded all the opportunities. I don't think there's any chance to rush her. I think I think WWE knows what they have with her because they just don't make this presentation for anyone. Right. I, someone was like, they did it for Cody. I'm like, they didn't, though. They did it to this level. Cody came back at Mania. It was huge for the company and huge for Cody. But, man, they were like the day in a life of Jade Cargill Tuesday. And you couldn't open social media without her a picture of her being walking into the to the pc rolling taking photos doing this like they documented her whole day it was 
such a I can't say it enough. It was such a great presentation by the WWE. So I think both can be the same. Like I she should go and get her reps and roll and and train at the PC every day. But I said this before, like there there are a lot of people that thought that she may have had some sort of involvement in the uh, Becky Lynch Stratton match. Like that was like speculated that she could get involved in that, but uh, she didn't. And I think that was smart. But I would still not wait too long. I mean, obviously the Rumble's coming up in a few months, but like you could do that. But yeah, but that's not too long because three months. Five days a week at the PC will eclipse the amount of training time she had in the AEW in the three years that she was there. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Right, at so all. That's not too long. I just don't think like having her show up Saturday or whatever. Like, thank God they didn't do that cheesy NXT bullshit where they sign someone and then they're in the front row waving. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I think that, that I think, but I think the sooner she's on TV. I, I stand. I, I'll stand by this. I think the sooner she's on TV, will be the better for her. They just got to do it right. What uh, What are your thoughts on Brian Pillman? Because Pillman's there now as well. Yeah, they did. He had like a vignette, right? Did what, he? Uh, he was watching I, like old footage, like, and it was like it, this, that, the Bengals game, WCW. Oh, that's for. I didn't even put that together. That's for him. That's yeah. been on like uh, on the main shows too. Yeah. So, I mean, and I just like, I, I think Pillman has all the potential in the world. I think, I think Pillman, I think Pillman's fantastic. I, I really like him. You fucking dick. Uh, I but, think he's uh, shit. Uh, I never put that together. That that was him. That was possibly for him. Never like, put that together. Like, I think that, I think that Pillman is, is a solid, like, that's a solid get too for, you know, for, for the next crop coming through. Do you see, like, how do you see Pillman factory because obviously we know like Jade she's getting all the fanfare and all the love and all that kind of stuff and they're not not exactly the same thing for Brian Pillman Jr. who has it I mean he's got a built-in story right love Pillman he he ain't Jade interesting okay that's I mean that's those are like look we they tried an AEW with him like those are some fucking giant shoes to fill and with all due respect to brian pillman jr he's not there man his stuff in mlw was was not great and his AEW stuff was pretty fucking not good what was mlw was what five years ago for brian pillman jr something like that i mean he was green as he was green as hell in mlw right before right before the pandemic, but even his AEW stuff wasn't great. But now he's getting that same PC. He's getting yeah, that. Same, right. You know what I, I mean? Like, hopefully he doesn't go with Brian Pillman Jr. That's what I'll, that, Matt. You just read my mind because, like, like you're once people hear, like, there will be people who don't know who he is. But the minute you go Brian Pillman Jr., like expectations are going to go through the roof for this right. kid. And you know, it, I, I feel like I'm almost a hypocrite because when Joe Henning was never called Joe Henning, I was furious. They called mm-hmm. him Michael McGillicuddy and then Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just call him Joe Henning. Right. And now I'm like, now I'm, not, I'm trying to think like Brian Pillman. I, I'm almost, I almost kind of feel the opposite. Like give him something else. But I, I feel like the, the cat is out of the bag and people already know who he is because now there's another national 
promotion. He's not coming from Impact. He's not coming from the Indies. He's coming from AEW. Right. So like people kind of know who he is. Mm-hmm. And so why not just stick with his name? I don't think they will, but I, I hope they do, and I I hope the best for him. And I I, I think he's uh he, he could be you know a little bit more time. Uh, I think he could be a hell of a hand. Uh, look, I hope you're right, man. Look, I don't ever want to root. I don't want to root for someone to fail. I'd love to see him succeed, but the 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 small sample size I've seen doesn't 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 give me good feelings. But to be fair, time has gone by. I just don't want to. If he's already behind the eight ball because he's a wrestler's son, right? Mm-hmm. And now if you give him that that name, like he has these, let him do the. I think the WWE dropped the ball with Kevin's example with Michael McGillicuddy. He was Michael McGillicuddy. Then they did that weird thing where he was kind of like a Paul Heyman guy. If he yes. had just been Joe yeah. Henning, then it would have clicked because that's what the that shitty uh, Carney Paul Heyman does. Right, Baxel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so it'll be interesting to see to see how that plays out. I mentioned MLW because I do. I've been watching MLW, and I don't think it's any surprise that. The shows on MLW are more enjoyable now that Selena De La Renta is back. Um, her presence on screen is not glaring. She has one segment, maybe two, but I think she's heavily involved backstage and the product is leaps and bounds better than what it's been. And I don't know if that's because they were in this state. Look, I love Alexander Hammerstone. He was the champion for fucking ever, and it yeah. just felt stale, right? And a lot of it was like Hammerstone's the guy, great, and then Fatu's over here, and then we're just gonna bring in like all these different people, like look, look, this. We're gonna make this guy the middleweight champion for three weeks, and then this guy's gonna be the middleweight champion, and and we got the over here this guy. We're gonna make him. Th- there was it was just kind of throwing shit against the wall to see what's sticking. Right. These last set of tapings, uh, the shows have been enjoyable. The stories are good, and they're bringing in a lot of new talent. This group, the calling with Ricky Shane Page and Akira and Jeff Cannonball and Raven, completely different. Something they haven't done yet. Uh, Mance is back, and Mance has the second uh, second crew gear, uh, second gear crew, whatever <laughs> they're called, and it's Mance, and it's the one called Manders, and it's. It's um oh fuck Jimmy Lloyd and and it's it's all and they're doing all sorts of crazy shit there and we got the women and the featherweights and Delmi XO's doing her thing and she's feuded with Becca um and then we had a great triple threat match um is that true did I miss that Mike Peterson I don't think that's happened yet damn it's Ichi gone for middleweight champion yeah. Oh, four middleweight champion. Okay, yeah. Ichiban is there. I'm not there right on that guy yet. He's some guy who just yells he's fucking number one. He has a translator. <laughs> but they had a three-way dance. Kevin Blackwood, TJ Crawford, Alec Price. It is arguably the most action-packed wrestling match I've seen on MLW in years. It was fucking awesome. And there was a story. Some masked figure came out and whispered it, whispered in TJ Crawford's ear last time he wrestled. This masked figure gets involved in this match. I did see this. Yeah. Um, 
and it costs Alec Price his match, and it costs Kevin Blackwood the match, and then they beat the sh- they, they, this mass figure comes out and beats the shit out of Kevin Blackwood, and they take the mask off, and it's Tony Deppin. So now it seems like there's a, a mm-hmm. faction forming with Tony Deppin and TJ Crawford. TJ's been a local guy; he's out in Chicago. He's worked a lot with Russell Pro. Like it's just nice to see new faces, good talent, given the opportunity to shine. Um, and I'm really enjoying MLW. They have a big show coming up on the 14th. Oh, there's oh. fucking Titan Titan Worldwide. It's that Jackwagon Master, Mr. St. Laurent with uh, Kevin's fucking boyfriend, Matt Cardona, That's fucking right. Mike Knox, and Davey Boy Smith Jr. It's it's great because they're all like XWWE guys. So it's just like it's 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 they're telling better stories. The product in the ring is better. Uh, and I'm kind of back in on MLW. I've watched Fusion now for like the last two, three weeks. No, so, uh, what's no up? Microman? No Microman? No, Selena De La Renta put him in a fucking little bag and shipped that little shit back to Mexico. That's right. I wasn't sure that was still a thing. Is it still on reels? I don't think so. Okay. So that's on reels. Like I have reels. I would watch it then. Snitsky is not Mike Knox. I think whatever. They're, they might as well be the same fucking guy. They are the same guy. Thanks, Scott George. You're the best. It's not my fault. But it's on YouTube. It's every Thursday. It debuts on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to watch it this week because I saw the TJ Crawford. Oh, that's right. They pulled it from reels because of the because of Peacock. Ah, There's a deal with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I watched uh, on Patrol Live on Peacock all the time, which is on reels. Yeah. Yep. That's what it was. That's what it was. There we go. So, uh, so yeah, MLW really enjoying that. Uh, highly suggest you check it out. Um, before we train, pull this train into the station, we didn't really get to, we didn't talk about it. We mentioned Edge joining AEW. Where the the internet wrestling community is a wild place to be. Guys. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask this question, and then I got to take a piss because I didn't get up during the commercial break like an idiot. But you guys talk about it until I come right. back. Internet wrestling community loses their mind. I saw the WWE should take Edge out of the Hall of Fame. I don't understand why he went there. His career's over. It's fucking ridiculous. How do you guys feel about Edge, Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar, now being a part of AEW? Listen, Kevin, at the end of the day, right? It was clearly a money move. WWE offered him the contract extension. He had he said his own words, he had it in his mailbox and he didn't sign it. So it's it's the money. WWE clearly didn't offer him enough. Uh he saw value in AEW offering him probably a boatload of money. His best friend is there. Like why like i to me this like and i i think we talked about this weeks ago once cm punk left i'm like edge is the move like edge is the guy like you got to bring him in to make your shows now more important even though the rest of the roster is talented but edge brings you that marquee value and the fact that he came out with his own theme song again and um and as like to me no brainer love it uh, I just like seeing Edge on TV. I guess maybe because I'm old and I like seeing old guys still do stuff like they're young. Right. So it's uh, to me, it was just uh, I loved it. I loved it. It was it was a fantastic moment. I 
totally like that edges in AEW now. So, uh, I guess a couple things. One is, uh, so his, I believe it was his words, uh, or the, the quote that I read from him was that it was, uh, it didn't have anything to do with money. It, he said that he wasn't doing much with WWE because WWE didn't have much for him to do. It was, right. it, was it was just a move that, you know, kind of excited him. Uh, so I don't know that it was a money move necessarily. It, it could, it, obviously money's always going to play in, but they definitely would have paid him. They definitely probably paid him more. Tony Khan definitely paid him more than WWE. No, no idea. Like no idea to that, to that point. But one of the concerns that I did have like right away, even cause it's been, it's been the obvious, like he's going there for weeks now, right? That's, it's not been a great, it's not been a well-kept secret. Yeah. I never knew though. I never knew. The thing that, the thing that I do worry about is just his health. Like I, if, as long as he's being taken care of, I'm, I'm happy. If that's where he wants to be, if that's where he wants to perform, if he is getting, if he is getting rewarded for what he's doing, I'm all for it. But his, his health, it, that does I, I'm always going to be a little bit worrisome about that I was worrisome when he came back to so, WWE but in AEW it's a little bit more the cannons run a little bit looser around yeah. the, the deck of that ship and that's that's where my concern about but I feel like but, Edge like to, to make it a reference of like my fandom I feel like Edge to me is kind of like Aaron Rodgers right like he he controls whatever he wants to do like I think that probably had to have been something about what he was doing so like he can control who he wants to work with i feel that's that's I'm, i don't know anything i'm just guessing right. so like if edge doesn't want to work with somebody that he perceives that can hurt him he won't do it so that's immediately why you put him right in the feud with luchasaurus christian uh, I mean, I don't know enough about Nick Wayne to say whether or not he's. I don't think anybody not. does. Yeah, I th- no, I, th- I think I think he's fine. I think he's a, a tremendous character. I think the story with him and Darby has been great. But uh, I think Edge can control to like, pardon the pun, control his own narrative, like in terms of who he works with. So I think that Edge won't really be super worried about getting hurt because I think he, he'll only work with people that he trusts. Um, if that makes any sense, I mean, I could be totally naive to the rest to that part of the wrestling business, but I think Edge can control what he wants to do and pick and choose who he wants to work with. So I'm not worried about him getting hurt. I'm just, I think he is now like to me, it was Brian Danielson before it was CM Punk, MJF. Edge is now the face of AEW, like he is the guy. So now you have to make it work. Now, does he feud with MJF? I don't know. Maybe at some point you got to get that match. Does he eventually reunite with Christian? And do they take on the Hardys one last time? Do they do this stuff with the new tag teams? I don't know. So, but I, I I'm over the moon for it because it was just such a cool moment. I'm a moment guy. It was a cool well, and, moment. It, and it's just like for me, it's beyond the moment. It's just if that's if he is being taken care of, if he is happy. And doing what he's doing there, that I'm all, I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Like, and I thought it was it was a it was a class move on his part to put out the uh, what he put out about you know his leaving WWE on good terms, all yeah. that kind of stuff. I think it was a it was a, a class move for him to tell the fans to well in in very very kind ways to stop the fucking tribal bullshit. Yeah, uh, like it, it's just the guy is all class uh, all the way through, and I I really hope the best for him. But those like those are my concerns. And and Matt, it was very much kind of like the same way when Daniel Bryan signed with AEW, he put out this a similar message. I loved working for WWE, but 
now I have to move on. I feel like Edge is kind of in that same vein where he's like, no ill will, no harm, no foul. This is just a better, you know, situation for me right now. Uh, look, absolutely. And, you know, MJF had to do that a couple weeks ago, too. Like, we all root for each other. Like, yeah. like this narrative that's in the wrestling in the community, like, where, like, you are, like, you love a guy and then he leaves and then you fucking hate the guy. Like, no. stop. You are it's so silly. Everyone's if everyone is successful, then the wrestling business strives and we get like, come on, 20 fucking years ago. Did we ever think we'd be talking about in this edge. position, <laughs> right? Where there's all this fucking amazing wrestling. Yeah. Well, and furthermore, like it's, it helps all the way down. All, yes. all the way down. If WWE is running hot, AEW is running hot, Impact's running hot, MLW is running hot, your indie scenes are growing too. And so, like this, this tribalism cutting it all up doesn't fucking help, right? Anything. It's it's fucking silly. It's goddamn nonsense. I I, I can't stand it because your favorite wrestler is not going to have a job on TV forever. No, nope. so he's going to end up going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So. When your favorite wrestler leaves someplace and goes somewhere else, what are you going to do? You're going to watch that show. And why, like, why all of a sudden I hate that? Like, you should support them in their yeah. decisions. Support, like, be happy for them if that's what they want to do. Like, it's exactly. just, it's fucking silliness, man. Dude, like, Matt, you brought up, like, uh, Broski earlier, Cardona. Like, dude, he's making a freaking fortune on independent wrestling. Independent wrestling, making a boatload of money. Like, they, that he can't even count, probably more than he made in WWE. A hundred percent more than he made in WWE. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Like, if you if you're good enough at what you do and you care enough about it to just not want to be in a top promotion, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you can make money and, and your fans should still support you. And they and as Broski has illustrated and others too, obviously, it it's definitely doable. Look, I think it's super exciting that he's there. It's it's a fresh coat of paint. It's a lot of new matchups. It's different stories. Yep. You're start, you know, and look, I know a lot of people get down on AEW because it's kind of like the wild, wild west, right? We have not heard any, and this could be, you know, a coincidence or, you know, they could have gotten rid of the problem. There's been no backstage drama. There's been no fist fights. There's been no reports of people being unhappy with this, that, and the other. Yeah. You're starting to see some cohesive stories, right? Like this, this MJF Adam Cole situation is evolving where yeah. it, we have the, the Roddy Strong camp over here. Now we have uh, Jay White involved with MJF and then Jay White getting beat down at the end of Dynamite. Who's wearing the mask? Adam Cole's got a broken ankle. So there's a lot of moving parts here. Which is you think do you think that do you think that that storyline like that Jay White like beat down thing that that kind of came out of nowhere though. Like there was no like I know he said that like I'm a like MJF called him like a fake top guy type thing and like I'm a real top guy. But the the Jay White being inserted into the top of the card out of nowhere when he was just a tag team with Juice Robinson, that kind of come that can, it's like almost like hot shot it a little bit. Do you feel I that mean, way? Where's what's your you have to go you have to make a move, right? Right. No, you're right. 
You're right. Right. You could and look, it could have been anybody, really. I think the real story is MJF is synonymous with the devil mask. Right. But that's not he's presented himself in such a manner that we're not to believe. MJF's turned a new page with this beautiful friendship with Adam Cole, where he's had many opportunities to to stab Adam Cole in the back, and he has not done that. Right. So now we're all at a crossroads here. Did MJF, did Jay White, when he came out and they went face-to-face in that promo, did he get under MJF's skin enough for him to go back and put that mask on? Yeah, but wouldn't that make somebody else put that mask on? Yeah, but wouldn't that make the... I feel like a gang beatdown of a heel just doesn't work. It just doesn't work for me. Like, like Jay White is supposed to be like a like a top bad guy. And then you're, now we're supposed to feel sympathy for him with uh, in a feud with MJF, who now you've worked re- really hard to get over as a top baby. Team. I don't think the story is sympathy for Jay White. The story is who put the mask on and did this. That's exactly it. Was there, exactly the person it. that is donning the mask is essentially trying to sully. Oh, MJF. I see He's what you're gone. saying. You don't suppose it's Sully. It's a, uh, okay. So it's more of a setup for, for, to, to get to MJF as opposed to Jay White. Of course. Cause on Wednesday, okay. Jay White's going to assume. Gotcha. The it's devil MJF, who MJF gotcha. came so someone, back to AEW as. Gotcha. That makes sense. Someone framed Jay, MJF. Jay White yep. got under his skin when they went face to face with that promo. And MJF's going to he said it. I don't know who stole my mask. Yeah. I dig that. That's true. So th- nice. th- that's a great story. This stuff with Christian and 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 Nick Wayne and now Edge is like I you're going to tell me you're going to give me Christian, Nick Wayne, Dinosaur against Edge, Sting and Dobby. I mean I'm yeah. cool with that, bro. It's so strange how like like a lot of people complain about like, oh, get the young kids more reps, like get them. And then we're still t- talking about Edge, Christian and Sting. And I have no problem with it at all. It's tough. It's, it's it's tough when you say things like get the young kids more reps because the young kids also have to be ready. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the one that's the tricky spot when you're talking about like taking a guy like Sting or a guy like Edge and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, we got to we got to bring up new guys. We got to bring up new, you know, build new stars, all that kind of stuff. But those that those guys have to be ready. You can't the, you, you not, can't do it until they're ready. It's a tale as old as time. Right. It's not a locker room full of MJFs and Ricky Starks. There's yeah, fucking right. Jungle Boy who couldn't take simple fucking criticism when fucking he's being told Sammy hey, Guevara. Don't use fucking real glass. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a jerk. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fucking Sammy Guevara was a fucking hand job getting in a fist fight with fucking Andrade backstage. Like he's a jerk. Not everybody's there mature wise. Yep. Yep. It'll be fun to watch though. I'm Edge excited. Can still fucking go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whenever something like new happens in wrestling, I know Edge has been around forever, but it's new. Like Edge is new again for some reason, like in this company. So like whenever something new happens, you get excited. Like I felt the same way when Daniel Bryan debuted, Adam Cole debuted, uh CM Punk debuted. I feel the same way now, but because Edge is like Edge is WWE, right? Like he is a hundred percent as big a star as like Orton, Cena, you know. He's he's up there in that group. And now that he's somewhere else, that's intriguing, and that should make people want to change the channel and watch AEW. It's we'll just see how how Tony Khan 
crazy ass booking works. So I hope. Say. I hope that the uh, the other shoe to fall is is Dolph. That's one guy that I think they would really benefit from. I really hope the other shoe is is Dolph. Dolph and Shelton, give him, give him, give yeah. me both of them. Yeah. We'll have to wait. Uh, wait till about the end of December, right? That's right. Ninety yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a fucking. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. As much as I bitched and moaned about ROH earlier, and now we had some fun talking Wrestle Dream. Like this is. There's so much good wrestling out there, and the beauty of it is. You don't have to if you don't want to watch fucking WWE, don't go on go on fucking Fight Plus, go on high spots, go on Premier. I, I don't know. I, I, IWTV. IWTV. There's a thousand, a thousand different ways you can watch wrestling. Just watch it and fucking enjoy it. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. Dude, I'm telling you right now, like I look forward to like I don't watch it a lot live, but like when I like uh, stream it like on demand like there's nothing that brings me more joy than like being oh yes i didn't watch dynamite last night but i'm gonna watch it today like it makes me happy like i didn't watch raw last night but i'm gonna watch it today because it's available for you mm-hmm. and the same thing with independent wrestling man like it's just it's just super fun to watch and i like we bitch and moan and we complain and we talk but at the end of the day we all i could speak for i think both of you we just want wrestling to be fucking as awesome as it has been. It, and it's been great. Yeah, so. and I think I think that that's where like the frustration comes from. Uh and I I think I can speak for myself, but I think that it comes from you guys as well. The frustration comes because you want wrestling to be as good as it possibly can. Right. And when like just different shit happens that's not right or anything like that, that's where the complaining comes in and the bitching comes in, but it's because we want it to be as good as it possibly right. can be and and right now we're hitting one of those strides where it's 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 back. You know what I mean? Like go enjoy it. Dude, Impact is great. WWE is great. AEW is I'm not going to say great, but it's uh, it's right there. Trending upwards. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And it's just it's just so much to watch and it's like like Imagine like 20 years ago, we'd have all this wrestling to watch. All we had back 20 years ago was WCW Pro on like Sunday morning or Saturday morning or Saturday night, and then WWE Superstars until Raw came in 1993. Like, and before that, we had primetime wrestling. That was it. It was like three days of wrestling. Now we have like every day we have wrestling, every single fucking day. And I mean, I, I'm spoiled now. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, these oh, damn great, kids yeah. don't know what it was like. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. People get a fucking people know when I'm watching wrestling again because I will go and tweet as I watch. And it's like a hundred percent me in character. And people fucking love it. They I love mean, it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's supposed to be fun. Wrestling's fucking fun. Yeah. Don't get don't get butt hurt over everything. Yeah. It's it's fun. Like I had a great like I instantly got on there and I was like today, I was like I'm frustrated with the booking of the righteous. And I had a back and forth with somebody like a civil conversation. You can still have civil conversations online. People, this person felt one way. I felt the other. We told each other the way we felt like that was it. There was no name calling. There was no, you're wrong. I'm right. We're just expressing our views. Like it doesn't have to be like all tribal and crazy. Like stop being maniacs. Take a deep breath. It'll be okay. I promise. (sighs) promise we're going to be back next week tony will probably be with us 
Uh, Super Agent Mark is going to work on somebody from the NWA for us for next week because we couldn't find anyone from this week. But because Super Agent Mark was so kind to reach out to us, uh, hopefully we get somebody from the NWA next week. Uh, I've also been watching the NWA, and they're doing a lot of, of things better. The Tyrus era is over. Out with that dog shit. We got some fresh faces. We got new champions. We got some decent storytelling over there, too. Sal wins coming up at the end of October. The big NWA pay-per-view. Fucking MLW is doing a big show on the 14th. They're doing spin the wheel, make the deal. They're doing Mance Warner's building a chamber of horrors with the electric chair that Abdullah got fried in. (laughs) Oh, 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 boy. Oh, oh. Fast lane is this week. Bound for glory is in two weeks. Three weeks. There's so much going on. NWA does not still suck, Scott George. I'm enjoying the NWA. I'm enjoying what I see there. Uh, it's definitely not as bad as it was with Tyrus. Tyrus. In two weeks, long time coming. Should have happened a long time ago. Lance Anoa joins us, a former MLW tag champion, fresh back from his tour of pro wrestling Noah, uh, where he got a pinfall victory over. Uh, Go Shizaki, who I believe won the N1 victory tournament. So Lance joining us on the 16th. Nice. Um, we got maybe an NW, NWA guy next week. We got uh, Wizards Court next week, where I am defending. I am representing Bret Hart in the Montreal Screwjob um, against Hansel Kevin and whatever shitty fucking stand you take on this your fucking stupid tradition asshole um so that'll be a lot of fun we're gonna do that next week judge tony will be in the house and uh yeah we'll have plenty more wrestling to talk about uh is there anything you guys want to say before i try and close the show out all i need to say is one thing double t oh can i say something before you do that oh yeah Again, can't stress this enough. We talked about at the beginning of the show. If you're listening to this, you're watching this, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. It's all free. It costs you nothing. It takes seconds, seconds out of your day. Um, if you can just help spread the word, call to arms, tell people about the Shining Wizards, rate, review, subscribe, helps the algorithm. It'll have, uh, you know, if we get enough likes on a video, It'll show up in other people's feeds that are watching similar wrestling related videos. And that's how people can discover us. So we've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, these shows, some of this one's a long one. Three hours is a long show, but you don't have to listen to it all at once. Nope. But we always ask for your help. And we have a diehard fan base. You guys have been great every week on the stream yard. Scott George, Mott Spock, Kate, Agent Joe showed up. Apron Bump is here. He's got a great podcast. You want to check him out? Mike Peterson, Lisa stopped by. Uh, my Spock, I said that it's loading. Um, it was here, <laughs> loading, loading, loading. Kate was here from on her flight back from the fucking Wrestle Fest. Oh, was she was, yeah, Alan Day. Um, like just, just you guys know who you are. If I missed you, I apologize, but um, please continue, spread the word, tell people, share with your friends. It's not everybody's cup of tea, our sense of humor, but god damn it, we have fun. And we hope you have fun. We love getting people involved in the show. So keep supporting, keep rating, reviewing, subscribing, spreading the word of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Thank you. Good.
This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Executive producer is Manny Kratzo. The assistant executive producer is Kathy Hummer. Our producers are Brendan Heaney, Danny Rusinello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Mike Peterson, Ryan Schlong, Thomas Copps, David Henry Bauer III, Michael Hammond, and William Mercier Jr. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Hey, you're still here. Great. Appreciate all the support, as always, listening to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And for you... If you've been on the fence about joining the Patreon, we have something great for you. Uh, we threw together a little excerpt from our 29th bonus episode. So if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast for $3 a month, you get access to this bonus episode and the uh, numerous amount of content that came before this. There's a lot more than 30 episodes on there, I promise you. So enjoy this little excerpt from bonus episode 29, the PWI 500 Top 10 2023 versus 2003 with Tony, Handsome Kevin, KJG, and Brundon. Remember, if you enjoy this, there's more of this available at patreon.com slash wizards podcast for $3 a month. Enjoy, and thanks for supporting the Shining Wizards. Number two. All right, we got Roman Reigns going against Triple H. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. What's Trips doing in 2002-2003? Squashing people. Fuck That's yeah. Right. Squashing your people. And on a more consistent <laughs> basis than Roman Reigns has been. <laughs> and wrestling a hell of a lot more, by the way. That's yeah. exactly what I meant by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I thought he was just reiterating the point. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Nah. Oh, well. I mean, uh, remind me what, what I mean, it's got to. It all is... started with Eric Bischoff handing him the world championship in September of 2002. That's an honor. I no, mean, but he, he does, to be fair, he does fight Ric Flair for it that night and win. Ric Flair had a fucking chance. <laughs> it's a hell of a match. You least. got two hands. You always got a chance. <laughs> that right there, James Ellsworth. Is that who said that? James Ellsworth. That was Ellsworth. Gowan was, if I had two feet, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I that was Triple H actually uh, merged the uh, Intercontinental title into the world championship. Jethro European Hardy. title, I think, as well? Or no, he beat that? Kane no. for that. He beat Kane. Yeah. That's right. And I believe... The hard, the hardcore. Jeff Hardy merged the Intercontinental and the Hardcore with RVD, and then Triple H merged the Intercontinental and the World. Like basically every title got merged into yeah, the it, World. There were just two point. singles belts. On yeah. Show. Uh, we also got the Katie Vick uh, shit going on Ooh. here. Ooh, that's um, we that's also cool. got Shawn Michaels coming back as the fucking uh, Dutch Master at the Elimination <laughs> Chamber, beating him for the belt. Due to pants on. Uh, let me see. Evolution is formed during this time period. 
Ooh, successful title defense against Booker T. Yeah, you got to go Triple H here, bro. Mm. I'm we, going Triple H. Tony, it's you, close, but I'm. Can going you do Triple me a H. favor? Just because it's so close, can you pull up Roman Reigns in this time period so we can see exactly what he? We all know how great he is, but can because this is just so close that I want to see exactly what he's done. That that's what I was thinking too. It's like, man, like at that time. Triple H was damn near untouchable, yeah. uh, and he was yeah. hitting it out of the park every every time he went out there on the mic in the ring, no matter what. And like, not to say Roman Reigns isn't doing that, but to me, I think the the edge is the amount that Triple H was doing yeah. it at that time. I'm I'm before I hear this, I'm leaning unless this changes my mind. I'm leaning towards Triple H. Yeah. Here we go, June 17th episode of SmackDown. This is uh, 2022. Uh, defends the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. He's already got both belts against Riddle. Attacked by Brock Lesnar. Beats him in a last man standing at uh, SummerSlam. Um, retains against Drew McIntyre. Crash at the castle. Clash at the castle. Easy for me to say. Uh, beats Logan Paul at Crown Jewel. Um, the Bloodline wins War Games at Survivor Series. Uh, Universal Championship. Um, ba, 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 let me see. Uh, defeats Kevin Owens at the, at the Royal Rumble. Uh, defeats Cody Rhodes at Mania. Elimination Chamber beats Sami Zayn, who didn't finish his story. Um, what happened after Mania? Night of Champions. Reigns and Sokoa defeats uh, unsuccessfully challenged Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, was he pinned during that yes, match? Yes, he was. Okay, so there you go. And uh, June 24th, uh, he surpasses Pedro Morales. That was it. Money in the Bank, July 1st, which does not count for this. So there you go. Some high-profile wins. But, you know, it's a hell of a year. But I got to go Triple H, man. Trips is out there on Raw doing it. Like, he's getting things yeah. done every, I mean, every weekend, the pay-per-views. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go Triple H. And he's putting money on Randy Orton and Batista at this point, too. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty impressive run for Roman on pay-per-views though. I hated and, Triple H at this point too and I would have to go with him as well. Did, um I so my I I'm I'm going to go I was leaning towards Triple H but that that's a pretty damn good year for Roman. So even though I'm outvoted I'm going to go with Roman. All right, fair enough. <laughs> that that was a tough one. That was probably Yeah, the that was a really good one.